You suck dick to get the world title. <laughs> That's how I feel like a conversation with Tommy Rich would be like nowadays. <laughs> I think we had that conversation with Tommy hey, Rich. Hey, brother, hey. Remember he laced his boots up about seven different times and still didn't have his tights on? I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember one time. No. He was at Gabby's doing that. And Rocky kept watching him. Another time he kept getting naked in front of Gunners or Chad. His ex-wife at one time, and he—that's the show I was talking he about. He said, "Brother, if you put your dick in my wife's face one more time, I'm gonna beat the goddamn out of you." Goddamn, brother, sorry, that thing got a mind of its own. But then he come back. Casey Cage is wrestling. He goes, "Hey, brother, you care if we go main event?" I said, "I don't have a problem with it. Go talk to the guys in the main event and see if they care to switch." <laughs> it was Chad. <laughs> he looked. At the, Who's in the main event? I said, "Boys, right there it was Chad and." Is it Ace tagging? No, Ace wrestled tempers. Chess and Tank against Andy and Cash, Stephen Walters. No, because he was in the tag match, New Wave. Okay, so it was New Wave versus Andy and somebody. Andy and Kyle. Yeah. I don't know, he was wrestling one of the Anarchy guys. Kimo. Yes. The other guy that came up with him and Bailey. And I was like, no, because you know we were doing a tie-in. Like Graves had shit talent when I got there, so I started slowly bringing in my guys. He mentioned me this idea to actually run on the Fourth of July, and I was like, he goes, we got a bunch of sponsors. Like, what's my budget? He tells me, and I was like, you want to get a name? He's like, yeah. Then I said, well, what about this? For that money, you can give the regular guys a good payout because they're coming on Fourth of July. I said, and I can book a few of my uh, wild side anarchy guys. Oh, that'd be great. The crowd would love them up here. And they did. Well, about halfway through, he let Jay West and Casey's mark ass get in his head that they needed a name. So he wanted to cancel my guys <clears throat> two days before. And I was like, fuck that, dude. I'm not canceling nobody two days before 4th of July. You don't fuck about any other booking they can get. Mm-hmm. They done made plans, and he's playing both sides of the fence. Little did he know, me and Ace were both on the phone, so we busted him big time. So he ended up paying out the ass for Tommy Rich. He paid more for Tommy Rich than we paid for the names. And during Tommy and Casey's match, you can watch it back on YouTube. Half the people are gone. They're at the concession stand or merch tables. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's <clears> not <throat> we wrestled you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jason had come back to fill in for Fortune when Fortune got fucked up. Fortune's back. So Jason turns on us, joins Casey's group until we get to Madness and he beats the shit out of Brian Rivers and we leave the champion still. Yeah, legit. We go through, we do the whole match where I'm tagging with Rivers. The Wild Boys could do no wrong in Graysville, Tennessee. I was tagging with Rivers, get in. Ben gets Rivers up on his shoulder to hit the finish with Matt. I stop Matt and I'm like, whoa, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, then we all three pinned him. That's good shit. <laughs> That's hard. That is hilarious. <clears throat> good times. We should write a book. Right? <laughs> shit. We should book a show.
What's up, fuckers? Sports entertainment. Taint. <laughs> because it was very tainty. <laughs> it was very. It wasn't very entertaining. It was more tainty. And that's just reading the reviews. Yeah. So let's start with smacketh it down. But hang on a second. You get you getting way over. Well, we need to get done. It's Calmus. horrible. Calmus. Horrible. Smackdown sucks. Raw's okay. The end. Backlash was actually okay. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We'll go over that in a minute. What's up, fuckers? And welcome to this week's edition of the Turn the Buckle Podcast. Oh, hello. He is. He is the man who is qualified for the ladder match. You just stopped for the talking, motherfucker. <laughs> for the Master <laughs> Championship. That was your cue. Uh, on May the 21st at the RCW Arena. I am your host, Jason Hampton. I am Josh. <laughs> you don't forgot who the fuck you are. Sorry, folks. He's choking on cocks again. I'm Josh. Stone. <laughs> You'll hear more about that later. <laughs> Will Clark. <laughs> He's the problem solver. <laughs> Uno momento, por favor. Oh, thanks. Bruce, take your pills. Now we got Senior Binyarman. Oh, hello, it's me. <laughs> I have not been hacked. I have not been hacked. <laughs> so we couldn't do the original open bit. He can do that accent and we won't get canceled. That's a nondescript accent. <laughs> what the accent? Oh shit, I'm stuck in the hole. Oh! Copy. <laughs> Speaking of that, hey Jason, paste. Don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Jason, paste. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to act like I like it in the ass? Okay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you ever heard the story of that one? Uh-uh. So we're doing NWA Chattanooga, and I'm booking the order for the Rumble gimmick. Mega Rumble. So I'm at the little TV monitor they got, and Jason and Casanova and Seven, and these guys are kind of over my left shoulder. We're so talking I, about the difference between amateur porn and, like, regular porn stars. So I'm getting half of the conversation <laughs> as I'm shooting guys out for the, the Rumble entrance. Casanova was talking about how he likes the amateur porn better because they look like they're more into it. I do too because I think I found people I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking whores. And they're, he's like, no, they just look like they're more into it. And then he's like, do you know, did you ever play the copy paste game? We got to start there. Oh god. So the copy paste game was I don't know where it came from. We we learned it from Amber Young. I was about to say TWA is where I. So what it was was I got introduced by Joey Idol. You say something that could be sounded vulgar and be taken out of context. Very double entendre. And you say copy. That means you copied everything that they just said. And anytime I say paste, the person that copied it, the person that said it has to say it, no matter where you're at. Oh, and there's been some doozies. Like that one. So then Jason starts talking about, I don't know, I kind of like real porn. All right, so-and-so, it's your turn to go. Still catching half of it. And then I hear him say, oh, I'm supposed to act like I like it in my ass? Okay. Huh, huh, huh. And I was like, hey, Jason, copy. And I was like, Jason, he goes, my next? I said, no, but copy. Motherfucker. <laughs> so we'd be in the middle of Walmart digging through the CD section or whatever, like, Jason, Copy or paste, motherfucker. Middle of Sam's Club, just a bunch of random people. We do it, make him, uh, make him have to say oh, yeah. his shiznit. 
Well, we're back, people. So, oh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're talking so. about some other entertaining stuff. So, SmackDown, this is the go home before the uh, premium live event. Because WrestleMania. No WrestleMania Bacalash. Backlash. Bacalash. So, I don't understand the concept of why they had to put WrestleMania in front of it. I guess they thought they would draw more. It's the backlash of WrestleMania, duh. But it's so not. is the next. What's the next pay per view? WrestleMania Hell in a Cell. WrestleMania Hell in a Cell. WrestleMania Money in the Bank. WrestleMania Great Balls of Fire. Well, speaking of Money in the Bank, <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? Talking about how Money in the Bank is going to be getting a title shot at WrestleMania. So, what does that mean for the Rumble? I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they messed up on what Cody was reading. Maybe. But if but, that was the case, but, why would they release it? But they played it again. Yeah, they so. played it again. A bug on so, my opinion, Money in the Bank, if they're going to make it a guarantee. And, or are they going to flip it to where the Rumble winner now yeah. has a shot at any time for a year up until the next Rumble? But they don't have nothing to cash in. You don't have so, to cash in. You've earned that spot. Yeah, but. You, you would have to do it like people. Van Damme did and say, I'm cashing in on blah, blah, See, blah, I blah, like blah, the, blah. That's why I like the money in the bank because it could be one of those like Seth cashing in at Mania. And doing right. That, and that's but, why I like it too because it actually makes the Rumble something to watch. Right. And then Edge cashing in at the end of Hell in the Cell. Let's be honest. The only reason we watch it to see who's returning. Yep. And who's yep. going to WrestleMania. Yep. Because other than that, it's just a boring ass battle royal. A very long hour plus boring ass battle royal. Yes. The only reason that's anybody's favorite match, anybody's favorite pay per view event, is because of the returns mm-hmm. and to see where you lead off for Mania. Yes. So now, if you're going to kick Mania season off in June, July. Yeah, that's June. way too far. Uh, you said June fifth, and you're not telling us until July is going to be Mania. Yeah, July second. No, July summer no, what? August is SummerSlam. July 30th. Uh, July 30th. Well, July 2nd is Money in the Bank. Yeah, they're both in July. So nothing in August. Well, they probably couldn't do anything in August because they start preseason football. So the Titans will be at their field and the Raiders will be at their field. So I don't know. I don't know. When I heard that, I seen it on a on the website, and it kind of threw me off too. And I thought, well, Maybe it was just miscommunication, but they aired the exact same vignette on Raw last night, so kind of makes me, you know. And there, nobody said anything. I thought, well, maybe after they aired the vignette, they'll come back and the announcers will explain to us. Right. But they didn't, no. so. Right. I guess right now. Somebody they're trying to still figure it out. Maybe right now that's breaking news that we'll have to wait and see how it breaks. Yeah. All right, so the SmackDown, the go-home show, before it started off with a beat-the-clock challenge. These are so stupid. Well, this one was even stupider because it never happened. Charlotte just beat the shit out of Aaliyah till Rhonda came out. They had a brawl. Okay, that's... Davari ate a big boot from Charlotte, so she's now went through half the X Division roster. <laughs> okay, we move on now. Okay. First match of the show, actual match, was Banks versus Baszler. Baszler gets the win... Baszler and Natty challenge for the tag titles on SmackDown this Friday. Okay. I was not against what Natty had on either. Not at all. Go back and look at it. 
Corbin and Madcap and what's Corbin's talk Happy show? Talk. Happy talk. Happy talk. Uh, Madcap comes is in the backstage cutting jokes. Blah blah blah. blah. I did see a little bit of this. Comes, this was yeah. some, comes out. He keeps on cracking jokes. Ends up calling Corbin the, the big, big bald, bald wolf. wolf. And he got a pop. He which is funny pop. because he was you know when Corbin was badass, he was the, the, wolf, the, the lone wolf. wolf. What did you hear? How it came to that, or did you just see that he said that? I just I didn't watch any of SmackDown. He's going through and he's talking about how. Remember, SmackDown was Friday night. I had no power. Right. Well, I don't remember. Had a big-ass tree fall. You had to come over and just see the tree before they cut it. That's oh, yeah. That's like a 12 by 12 root ball. It's huge. Shit. Oh, you know, I told you they got our power back on probably about 11 o'clock that night. Uh-huh. Well, they got everybody on but my neighbors. It no fucked his house shit. up. He's been running generators. So they come back today and cut the power off and got his hooked back up finally. Damn. Damn. But they've been out there working since uh, Friday or Saturday morning. To get his shit cleaned up, and that tree's still not gone. The part of it laying across his fence is still not gone. Shit. I don't know how they're going to get the one out of the ditch there. They're going to have to drag it. But uh, It's huge. Moss is out there, and they're kind of jabbing back and forth, verbal jabs. And he's talking about, well, you've done been so many different things. You've been Rich Corbin, Broke Corbin. King Corbin. King Corbin, Baron Corbin. Uh, you were even a lone wolf can't do that now because you know wolves have hair <laughs> and that's when he said i guess nah, we can call you the big bald wolf i did that was my favorite corbin was the badass <laughs> coming into nxt beating yeah. people with yeah. the crowd Count. he gets the main roster and they shit all over it we well, started good first he won to andre okay what it is uh-huh oh yeah yeah I'm i just sure. said black and white that's all i can get out <laughs> i still her sister oh yes Ben Titty. She's my sister. She could be my sister. All right. I'm from Alabama. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to dip on out. Get Davey in the bed. All right, be good, Joshua. Love you, brother. Love you, buddy. Love you. He's hugging you for all those because he can't reach me. Why do you got to make it weird? So <laughs> the next match, we actually got well, Drew Gulak back in the ring. Love you. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. you, buddy. We actually got Drew Gulak back Don't in the ring. Fuck me. Love you. <laughs> I'm glad that's on the podcast. Oh, me too, because that's the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was so beautiful. He said, oh, fuck me. <laughs> it hurts so bad. So, <laughs> we got Drew Gulak back in the ring. Yeah, poor guy. Only to get squashed by Gunther. Gunther. Uh, then we had Sheamus and Ridge versus New Day in a tables match. Sheamus and Ridge win. Nothing else to say about that. Yeah. Zayn did a backstage with Heyman earlier, telling me to take care of Nakamura. Zayn so trying to join the bloodline. So I guess they're going all the way back to Nakamura because they canceled that off to put McIntyre in the program with. No, because they're still teasing Nakamura and they're still teasing Drew. Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, Zane beats Nakamura by count out. Gives him a halluva kick against the rail. Uh, main event segment was Bloodline promo with RK McBro. RK McBro. Uh, ends with a... My snappy's blowing up. Ends with a... Uh, with a baby face Claymore, standing tall. Claymore kick. All right, that was SmackDown. Uh, Raw from, well, last night. Last night, well... We're going to do Backlash. The Backlash. Let me find my backlash. Backlash. Oh, 
Baccarat, where you at? Oh, Baccarat. <laughs> so WrestleMania Backlash came on Sunday. And the first match was Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. Great match. Cody wins with a handful of tights. But Seth was trying to do it first, so that makes it legal in a baby face. Right. And it's like Cody said, I was channeling the American dream. It's exactly what he yep. would have done. And he tried to pull Seth's whole ass out of his tights. Speaking of backlash, and we he left, so we didn't get to do it, so we'll have to do it again later. There's a new boob champion. Yes. Josh Will won no the boob. longer possesses the titty. Josh won the boob. So we're going to have to... So now Josh is the boob champ. We're going to have to get our tickety-tock going. Until the end of May where we have two pay-per-views, back-to-back weeks. Are we going to do a run and tally between the two of them to see who the winner is? We could do that, or somebody could be the shortest reign champion in history. Well, I was actually going to... we'll have Double or Nothing the last Saturday or Sunday in May, Ah. but the Sunday before Memorial Day. And then you'll follow up the following Sunday, and you have uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. So we can do it either way. We can do a running total on both pay-per-views, or we can crown a champion and see if they can keep it for longer than seven days. I actually had an idea. Another one that I'll have to run by you after everything's over. Okay. Write it down so you don't forget. We'll just write down Jason's idea. Times two. Times two. He'll be gone. Shit. Remember, he said he's leaving early. Well, I mean, the notebook's still going to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so are you good or you want me to keep on these results? Go ahead. Second match, and we'll watch all this, so if you've got anything to throw in, please do. Second match is Omos versus Lashley. Omos over. Mm. I'm two for two right there. Oh, yeah. Well, Jeff's two for two right there. Jeff's two for two Which right is there. our brain. We had the exact same result. The only thing I threw in that I thought Champa was going to join the... And I was wrong. I said if anybody did House this, they'd probably turn uh, Finn, but not yet. But speaking of that, the next match is Edge versus AJ. Rhea with a turn. Everybody's seen that coming. And they talk about her new look, her new look. She's dyed her hair all black. It's been, so that, said, way yeah, be- she dyed her it's hair. been that way before. I was thinking something drastic. and uh, Her makeup looked better. Did you notice last night the difference in Edge? Mm-hmm. Edge has no hair. Yeah, he cut his hair. Edge's hair literally stops right here at the back of his skull when he brushes it back now. Oh, shit. Uh, Looks almost like Rhea's. Yeah. But he's not as shaved underneath as she is. Oh, that was the fan I was telling you about. Oh, nice. What? It's old school dust. Oh, dusty baby. <laughs> Uh, next match was Charlotte versus Ronda. Wait. This is how we knew what the finish was in our group chat. Because, again, <laughs> I'm watching my Sixers beat that heat bitch ass. <laughs> they were at home and had Embiid back. Yeah, but they shut Embiid down. They were, like, triple teaming. Was that Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, because they play tonight. Yeah. Uh, it'll be well, over. They were at home. Here. See what the score is. Uh, okay. They were home. They got Embiid back, and they... And y'all weren't hitting threes, but kept trying. Well, not Which, only that, those but... Those of you that don't know, I am a ooh, 76ers Benjamin, fan. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna How bad we getting beat? 99 to 70. What quarter? Uh, 8-18 left in the fourth. Nah, we, we lost this one. Yeah, y'all down 29. I don't, want to I don't know who's going to win the Milwaukee series, though. 
the Milwaukee series. Who Milwaukee and Boston? Uh, that one. It's that time going, yeah, it's going back and Boston's going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can beat Boston in a seven game series right now. I mean, ain't nobody going to beat Golden State. They could beat Golden State. It's going to be next to impossible though. But they got to play defense, and they got to know when that screen from Draymond's coming. Because when he sets a screen, one of the two Spice brothers are stepping off and hitting a three. So if you can get around the screen. But you got to do it with your hands up. And it can't be caught reaching in because Curry will get you on that foul every time. Yeah, he will. He does the James Harden better than James Harden. All right, so that brings us to the Ronda-Charlotte match. And in our group chat, Will was the only one watching. So we knew immediately what the finish was because we got a vomit emoji. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought either uh, Ronda had won or he somehow randomly saw a vagina on his phone. Flair is <laughs> Flair is air quote injured. What that means is they're getting married. Yeah. From what I've seen today. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was getting close. I just didn't wasn't for sure when. Semi main was Corbin versus Moss. Moss over. Yeah, bathroom match. Get the break in between. The match wasn't terrible. I just if they put Moss back in gear, Moss I, is good. I like him better. I he like could, Moss. He could be a star. He could. Now he passes the name test. You've heard of the name test, right? Mm-hmm. Bruce Pritchard on his podcast always talked about the name test. Like Vince would book a lot of guys based on names that they gave them, and that would determine their placement on the card. Like if you say Doink the Clown, can you say that the winner of the match and new WWE champion Doink the Clown? Two things don't go together, right? But could you say WrestleMania 37 main event winner and new WWE champion Riddick Moss? That goes together. That sounds badass, too. It goes together. Yeah. Because it sounds like a badass boxer that was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, Riddick Bow. So he passes the name test. He passes the, the athletic test. He passes the good looks test. Put the man back in gear. Let him be a superstar. Not a WWE superstar. I don't mean that. I mean a actual let him develop to be a superstar. Right. And for God's sakes, figure out something that's Eli- Ezekiel Elias shit. Because that man needs a fucking beard. God damn, I've seen jack o' lanterns with better faces. Kevin, that was cracking me up. Yeah, we'll cover that in a minute. Did you see it? I heard. Oh, no, here ain't nothing. Come out wearing a Blackie Lawless wig. God damn. Uh, main event was the Bloodline versus RK McBro. Bloodline over. Uh, I did find out why it's not a unification match anymore. Apparently, during a contract signing on last week's SmackDown, Roman ripped that contract yeah. up. Uh, apparently, according to something I read today, they're still going to have the match, but they have no plans of unifying the titles. Why even have the fucking match? Because WWE. Why even have the fucking match? So that was WrestleMania. Uh, we actually should have did Impact first because it was Saturday, but we'll do it now. Impact had uh, one of their... I don't think it's actually one of their pay-per-views. I think it was like one of their Impact Plus specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, under siege on Saturday at uh, the OVW Arena in Kentucky. Nice. First match was Giselle Shaw versus Madison Rain. Giselle over. Second match, Chris Saban beat Steve Macklin. That motherfucker's good. Yeah. When you told me who he was. Yeah. Uh, third match was Ty Valkyrie versus Deanna Perrazzo for the AAA Reina de Reigns Heavy or Women's Championship. Uh, Taya wins. Deanna attacks. Mia Yim makes her return to Impact Wrestling. 
And this is something I sent to the group chat. Six-month contract. Six-month contract. That is the smartest thing any wrestling company could do. Mm-hmm. For one, not knowing where our world is going. I mean, because COVID is still a thing. There was a couple contestants on American Idol this week that were out with COVID. So it's still there. It's still relative. So you don't know where the world. Steve Kerr. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was out. Coach he coach coach last night. Mm-hmm. So you're not sure where your world's going. Um, and honestly, six months will fly by. And then maybe she gets a better offer to go to, you know, AEW to be with her husband or she goes back to Japan or something like that. But I think six-month contracts are the way to go. I think that's the best bet. I think everybody should look at doing that. You're not signing anybody up for long term. Right. And if you go. Keeping them on your roster just for them to eat catering so they can't go anywhere else. Well, I mean, it's one of those. You have her there. You have somebody there six months. Say we're running the wrestling company. Will, you come in and we're going to sign you to a six-month contract. You wrestle for us for six months. And if you're giving them a chance in six months, you can see what they've got. Right. You're getting over. The crowd's liking you. Boom. You want another six-month contract. Or that's when you go. That's when you want a year contract. Yeah, we'll give you a year. If it keeps going for a year, then you go to maybe two. Right. Uh, But I think... It makes more sense to do a a tier-level contract. Agree. Agree. And I think that... I think Impact... You can make all the impact jokes you want. They're supposed to shut down a week after they started. And next month in June, they've been here 20 years. 20 years. So make all the jokes you want about impact, TNA. They're still here and kicking and putting out great shit. I really wish that I had uh, access. I, I wish I had access so I could watch it, but I don't. So I follow it as close as I can uh, without buying another streaming service. Uh, next match is for the X Division I had title. The impact one. Uh, it was, I had it. I it was good. Really it's, and it's cheap. It's only like $8 a month. Uh, next match is for the X Division title, Trey Miguel against Ace Austin. Ace Austin retains his title. I really want to see that because both of those guys are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, next was Honor No More versus the Bullet Club. Honor No More, of course, is the Ring of Honor guys. Yep. Uh, they win. Uh, next match is for the Knockouts title. Tasha Steele retains over Havoc. Next match was billed as a three-way, but it doesn't happen to end up being a three-way. Josh Alexander defends the Impact Heavyweight title against Tomohiro Ishii and Moose. Moose comes out on the stage and cutting a promo before the match starts. Sammy Callahan returns and beats the goddamn it out of Moose, runs him out of the arena. Josh Alexander retains over Tomohiro Ishii, another one that I'm dying to see. Yeah. If you've not seen Josh Alexander, him and Ethan Page were the best fucking tag team in the business at that time. Well... At least in the top two, them and FTR. Uh, so that was Impact. So now let's go to WrestleMania or uh, WrestleMania Raw. <laughs> WrestleMania Raw. <laughs> Raw from this past. The Raw Monday after WrestleMania's backlash started off with an RK Bro promo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the four twenty says RK Bro just spoke? Yeah. Yeah. The so the the party talking about is uh. Dawkins says, y'all must be filling your shirts and 420 shirts because we want the smoke. And then uh, Riddle goes, there has a microphone. He says, well, our arcade bro 420 says we just smoked your ass. Totally stole the Xbox line. Van Damme, too. Oh, that was Van Damme. Xbox said, your ass is grass and we're going to smoke, smoke it. it. Uh, that leads up to RK Bro versus Street Profits. Uh, hell of a match. These guys gel well together. Uh, yeah. Four talented guys. I still say if you uh, could build a database and say, build me the perfect wrestler, it's it Randy comes Orton. out as Randy Orton. 
just standing on a corner, he looks like he's chiseled out of fucking granite. He ain't got no ass, though. He got to lay down and take a shit. Other than that, he's a perfect specimen. He just needs to shave that mustache because he looks like he drives a white van in it. Yes, I hate the fucking mustache. Picture him in a tank top with all them tattoos and that mustache driving a white windowless van. His name is Randall Spurlock. Hierarchy. But the finish of this match was awesome. Uh, Riddle goes to do the flip gimmick to the outside. Uh-huh. Uh, Street Profit moves, hits Orton. Uh, Montez Ford throws him back in the ring, hits the frog splash. One, two, Orton breaks it up. Dawkins shits Orton out. Goes up for another frog splash. As soon as he hits the bow out of the frog splash, RKO out of nowhere. Nice. So badass that Orton literally popped. Nice. Uh, so that was great. Uh, next is a Judgment Day promo, which leads us to Rhea versus Liv. Uh, Rhea over via tap out. Which then leads us to Finn coming out, AJ coming out, Priest is already out, which leads us to Priest versus Finn. Finn over on Dicker. Dicker. A Dicker. A Dicker. And Decru. which is stupid, that's the first of two DQ finishes tonight. You should never do that. Never, ever, 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 ever. I was thinking it was three DQ wins. Well, there might be because I missed a match. It was. What match did I say I missed? No. The Miz, well, where he refereed. Was, was main a DQ? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was three DQs. Yeah. Three DQs, and they only had one, two, three, four, five, six. Three DQs out of eight matches. See, Lazy booking. So the VIP lounge is next with Omos. Uh, Cedric comes out bragging about what they did to Lashley, blah, 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 blah. Lashley puts that bitch in a hurt lock. Here's a question. Do you think Cody has heat because he was an executive and the executives were holding the black folk back? Remember? Big Swole is Cedric's wife. I was about to say, that would, the only person he might have heat with would be Cedric. That's what I was wondering. Because it kind of popped me the other day when everybody was around ringside. When Cody walked in and Cedric's right at the camera, and I was like, I wonder if there's any heat there. I don't know if there would be heat because it was more with... They called Tony Khan out. Tony? Yeah. But... Hell, I don't even know if you could say there's heat with Tony because... He's just booking his show with what he thinks is going to get over with his crowd. Right. It's not like he's trying to fuck them over for no reason. Right. I agree with you. Next, we had a backstage segment with uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. He's trying to tell her the results of her investigation, and she just wants to know who her opponent is. She just says, never mind, stores off to the ring. Uh, she's in the ring. Pierce comes out. He goes, I've been trying to tell you this. The results are in. Uh, effective immediately. You're no longer an executive at WWE, but you are still a superstar. Here is your opponent. Alexa Bliss returns as just Alexa Bliss. Thank Booty God. shorts, ultra top, her regular gear, but she's still carrying the little creepy doll with her. Uh, Alexa squashes her with two moves. <laughs> she bumps her, then hits the... Uh, Twisted Bliss. Yeah, one, two, three. Uh, she got over great. Crowd pops. Uh, next was the uh, Kevin Owens' brother. 
Ezekiel, Alpha. Worth all your keys. My keys should still be in my hat. What is wrong with your hair? Benjamin, I actually feel pretty. Hey, the cat just came out. Who let the cats out? Emmy. M M M Emmy. So this was straight comedy. Owens is out with a salt and pepper wig. Got like a little beard thing painted on to make his beard not look like him. Uh, it ends where he snaps to where Ezekiel says, this seems like it would be a perfect time for my brother Elias to come out and sing you a lullaby. <laughs> Owens gets pissed, snatches it off. It's me! It's me! You know it's me! Blah, 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 blah. They go back and forth. Alpha hits, attacks, leaves Ezekiel Lane. Uh, next is local jobber guy who actually looked great. Nice. Versus Beer in My Hand. Beer in My Hand, of course, beats him before the beer gets cold. Next was the U.S. title match. Theory defending against Cody. And back that up, what did you think about the old interview style thing they had with Theory earlier in the show where it was just like old Mean Gene Oakland style? Mm-hmm. I like that. But, you know, we were talking about this match in our group chat. You can't beat Cody. Oh, that's another thing we forgot to tell you. Earlier in the show, Theory did an interview with the big, tall British guy, Kevin whatever. Kevin Patrick? No. Kevin Nealon. No. Yes. So the interview set is old school, means Gene Oakland podium set nice. facing the crowd. So we're back to where I was telling the, the podcast listeners that we were talking about this match, Cody and Theory, in our group chat. And you can't put Cody over because it, at that point it kills Theory after losing at WrestleMania to a non-wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he's young enough to recover, you couldn't take him credible after that, in my opinion. Right. Uh, and you can't put Cody you can't under. can't let Cody lose because... So what do they do? Back. Another fucking disqualification. Cody hits the... Uh, Sick kick, disaster kick. Mm-hmm. Then he hits the Cody Cutter. He's going for crossroads. Seth from behind. Lackluster finish. Whoa. Seth from behind, you're going to get Will excited. No, really. no he, had too <laughs> many, he had too many shoulder pads in his jacket last night. God damn. Uh, he gives him the uh, stomp on the announcer's table. Nice. Corey Gray shits all over, says, uh, I can usually make amends for Seth Rollins doing what he does, but this was uncalled for. He's crossed the line. Which I thought was pretty cool. Way to sell the angle. Sell it to build them to Hell in a Cell. To actually be the match in the man's match in the Hell in a Cell. Okay. Uh, I still say you got to put Cody over in that. Yeah. Unless you're gonna Seth joins Edge's group would the only be the only thing that you could do. Yeah. I usually just put him and his bitch in real life together on TV so I don't have to watch either one of them. I can just coordinate their segment and pretend it didn't happen. There you go. Uh, next was Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. versus Naomi and Sasha. Naomi and Sasha over. Uh, they had to match in hand. Dewdrop's trying to get Nikki to tag hers. She wants to hit her finish. Ends up getting fucked. Takes the uh, flapjack double knee gimmick. Nice. One, two, three. Dude drops rings her new asshole. Ass her rings going to start taking this shit seriously. Blase, blase, blase. And if you want a way to make me turn off the match before the main event, show me a Becky Lynch vignette and then have her come out for commentary. 
So all I can tell you about the main event is Bel Air won by DQ. Clickety clacks. Yeah, she gets no clickety clacks. She just <laughs> turns the fuck off because she's fucking <laughs> atrocious. She can't cut a promo. She's sucking her breath in between every word. Mystical don't even take as many breaths as this bitch is. damn. Literally, after everything she says, it's like, she gets on my fucking nerves. You know I hate anybody that's forced down my throat. Mm -hmm. I do agree with what she said, though. But you can't agree with what she said. You can agree with what a writer told her to say. What did she say? About the whole... But it's kind of ironic because... I thought that's what you were going to do. Yeah, and I was, and then I didn't, I couldn't. Okay, I'll get it. Okay. Let me lock your car back. Okay, yeah. he's got to go in there. Why would you lock it now? Because I'm not going right now. My wallet's still in the car. Is she smoking with her mama? Uh, <laughs> I just think it's a case of her. I was going, then I couldn't. She, she is a scared of the dark. Like Marv. Or, no, I'm sorry, like Harry. Why can't she? What's in, what's in it that she can't get? It's her stuff from school and cheer stuff and all. She can get that shit. She is a scared of the dark. Don't be that daddy carries that shit for her. That should have pissed the coach off quickly. <laughs> but the whole, you know, you beat a champion, you get a shot at the belt. Now, that is some stupid shit. That's yeah. never happened before. The way you did it was you were the number one contender, and how you got there was you beat the other nine contenders. Yeah, you were. Or your back way in up. the old days, you were the U.S. champion, which made you the automatic number one contender. That's stupid, though. But that's kind of, to me, that's one rider calling another rider out. I think this shit's stupid. I'm going to have her say it in a promo. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree that it's stupid, and they've done a contenders match before. If you beat the champion, you should be the champion. Right. Especially when it's a babyface champion. You beat the heel champion, you got a little leeway there. It was like Jason and I ran an angle where he beat me every match for six weeks straight, but he couldn't beat me within ten minutes. TV title is always only on the line for the first ten minutes of the match. So, finally, after that, he challenged me to a 15-minute time limit match, and I get myself DQ'd. Finally, we do a no time limit, and he beats me five minutes. So there's ways around it if you're a heel champion, but I agree. It's stupid. But it was just as stupid for them to call it out being stupid when they booked the shit. <sighs> now we can go to some Dominite. Dominite. So it started off with an Owen Cup qualifier, Bobby Fish, versus Jeffro Nero Harday. This is another one of those that is getting kind of like we were talking about, where it's not 100% obvious right. it, who's going to win. Right, better, because, you know, I could see Fish going in. I could, too, and that would be all three members of... of well, the undisputed part of the undisputed elite. Right. Um, who do you think the surprise entrance is going to be? That's what I've been trying to figure out. Save that. Save that. We'll think on it between now and May 29th. I think that's the date. No, that's the finals. Okay. Then we need to figure out who it is, because I was going to say that could be our tiebreaker. 
We need to figure out what week it is and we make guesses on that one. It's got to be within the next couple of weeks, though, on Rampage or Dynamite. It's going to have to be... Not if they, until, unless they hold it off for the... But they're not going to do... No, the they're whole, just doing the finals at the tournament. They're just doing the finals of so the tournament that matches. night. It'll be so the we'll men's do final the, and the women's final. We'll have at least... So there's That'll probably be the matches. one they do on the Friday night go home. home. No, they can't because it's first round. Mm-hmm. There's going to be six matches in each tournament before you get to the finals. Yeah, because there's eight people. I mean, seven matches to crown a champion. Right. And we know we'll have that seventh match. We'll just kind of keep our eye out for it, and then I think we should guess on that one. But, I mean, I have an idea of who I would... Is it somebody there or somebody that's coming in? With them being the mystery and saying the Joker, it's going to be somebody they're bringing in or somebody coming back. Who? So I say it's going to be one of two people. Okay. It's either going to be... Hold on. What's your write it down? Surprise Owen versus Joe. Surprise Owen versus Joe. It's going to be one or two people, I think. All right. Let me write these names down. Uh, call Josh if he'll answer. We'll get his pick real quick. I can't call Josh. Will can. Jason, Joshua. William. Will and Ben. Ben Hameen. Your man. Ben Hameen. Ben Hameen. Elliot Yamin was on Idol the other day. Nice. He didn't get to sing, but he was on there. They did like a... They should have let him sing. They did a special 20th anniversary. he will wait for you. But they did uh, Lauren and Scotty together. Nice. And they talked about, yeah, we actually went into the Grand Ole Opry at the same time we were there. It was cool. He ain't going to answer. We'll get Josh's later, but who are you thinking? It's either going to be Claudio, which is Cesaro, for those of you who don't know. And if you don't, you should, because he competed in a shit tournament. Yes, I was there. It's either going to be him or Miro coming back. All right. Will, what's your guess? The one that, I, that I've thought about would was uh, Davey Smith Jr. Ooh, nice. Nice. Just because. I like that one. I do too. I'll have to think about it because I really don't know. I would say it might be a Ring of Honor guy, but you can't put Gresham in there with Joe. I mean, fucking murdering. Lethal's already tried to qualify and didn't, so it can't be him. I think it's not somebody coming back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's either going to be a debut or I think or it's somebody return. debuting, so I'll have to look back at who's a free agent right now. Goddamn everybody. Shit. I would love it, but it won't be him if it was Ethan Page. That'd be nice. Oh, I've been hit. <laughs> Next, we had Butcher, Blade, and Hanahelico versus Blackpool Combat Club. Shit. Uh, brutal. Uh, my dude. Basically a job for the Andrade family office. Yeah. Uh, but Wheeler keeps looking good. Moxley's Moxley and... Brian's Brian. We have a backstage where 
Jurassic Express accepts Team Taz's. Uh, you called him by the right name. Yeah, I wrote it down this time. I was about to say it's like in Rookie of the Year when the manager actually calls him Rowan Gardner. Rooting Pooter. <laughs> that was a rooting Pooter right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, where am I at? Jungle said that uh, they'll give him a tag team title match as soon as Starks gives Jungle Boy an FTW title match. Nice. Uh, then we go to commercial, come back, backstage with Swerve and Keith, Keith Lee, not Spike Lee. Bearcat. <laughs> said that... Uh, they want Team Taz. They want to finish it with Team Taz. So I see some kind of gimmick, uh, probably pre-show of the pay-per-view. I can see that. Maybe makes it to the big show. It should. All those guys can go. Next was Wardlow versus MJS Mystery Opponent, who anybody that's watched wrestling for the last 10 years knew who it was when he said he's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. Yeah. The former big cast, W. Morrissey. He come out, looked like a million fucking yeah, bucks. Dude is bigger than he's ever been before. Fucking love MJF. Fucking shredded. No, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see what he did? Uh-huh. It was a high five thing. He holds his hand up high. Cast goes all the way up. Lower. <laughs> he goes down about a foot. Lower. It's down about a foot lower. It's basically a, give me some skin, bro. <laughs> when they get done. Uh, so... But didn't MJS still have to jump? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Tommy Dreamer said this, and I agree. He's done a lot in Impact. Impact loves him, but AEW needs to sign Morrissey. Oh, yeah. Uh, best part of the night, other than the entering action, because it was believable, because he's bigger than Wardlow, that he can manhandle him. Seen one guy shit all over that Wardlow got jobbed. Okay. Homeboy's bigger than him. That's the whole point. Like a lot bigger than him. I did not realize that Kaz was that fucking big. Or Wardlow is really just like 6'2", maybe. But either way, Kaz looked fucking huge. But the best part was the crowd starts with, we want Enzo. No, we don't, Chan. <laughs> and then when they hit the Enzo, uh, Kaz hears them doing it, so he does the Enzo shuffle. And then he goes, ah, fuck you, and does the, the thing. Nice. Uh, a lot of lot of speculation about this, that it was political. Uh, Wardlow beats him with one power bomb. Well, I've heard the, quote, politics behind it, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, that was the Tony Khan decision to make it just the one power bomb because he didn't want. You leaving? Yeah. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Let us know you make it home safe. Now, I can see both sides on it. Well, they said he didn't want to make... To me... He didn't want to make him, him look, look bad. weaker. That it only took one power oh, yeah. bomb for him to get beat when everybody else to get beat with four or five. Well, the thing is, he could beat him with one. He just gives them more. Right. So, they're saying that Tony Khan said just give him the one, not because to make him look weak, but to make it to where it wasn't like he was manhandling the bigger guy that from the other sense. company. That makes sense. So it's uh, like a respect thing, like, okay, I could give you more, but I'm just going to give you the I'm one. just doing enough to get the win. Right. Which, actually, after that, sets up to MJ, where Low cuts a promo. He wants to fight MJF. Uh-huh. MJF finally agrees to fight Wardlow on a few conditions that he will name next week, tomorrow night, or the night you're listening to this, in Long Island, New York. I love, love. When AEW goes to Long Island. Oh, yeah. Because it's like when WWF used to go to Canada. Yeah, it's reversed. MJF's the hero. 
whoever he's feuding with is going to be the heel. Exactly. When did you ever think that soon after coming back, CM Punk would get booed like that? But you go to Long Island and it fucking happened. But he played it perfectly. He did. He knew it. Now, does he get booed tomorrow with what we're about to go over? No. He's not feuding with MJF anymore. But. So the crowd can like him again. But are they going to like him or Paige because of what we're about to go over? We'll get there in just a second. Uh, next, we come backstage. We've got a backstage promo with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho. I don't know how Tony Schiavone could handle himself around all that ass. I, mm. But that was a set up their tag match on Rampage. And it's basically, you know, we can't touch each other, blah, 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 blah. Well, you better run, bitch. We ain't running nowhere. It's okay. They ain't got to touch each other. I'll touch, I'll touch them all for I'll you. touch them all. I'll I, I take both. I take off old. And how to switch. <laughs> All right, next was a hangman promo with Tony Schiavone. This is my pet peeve. If you're going to have Tony Schiavone doing an in-ring promo, let Tony Schiavone hold the fucking microphone and do the in-ring promo. If you're going to have the talent just take the microphone, just have them come to the ring and pick a microphone up off the steps or walk over to production and grab a microphone. Right. Don't have Schiavone in there looking like a tool standing there as they're going off. Hangman's promo comes out. It's good shit. He talks about how you can come out and talk about how much he respects CM Punk, but he's not going to. This match ain't going to be a handshake match. It's not going to be, and I quote, no masturbatory Bret Hart tribute match. Said he thinks CM Punk's the best in the world. Well, I got a lot to prove. So, since he said this and it's kind of healing from a baby face, do they take Hangman's side in Long Island or do they take Punk's side? I think the only difference is going to be with... If Punk's even there, because they are filming Heels right now. Which, the shoot that he actually says that it's in there, he goes, if CM Punk is even here, he's off shooting another Hollywood show, which he is legit shooting Heels. Uh, Like I said, my boy Luke Hawks, who is the talent coordinator and the uh, wrestling stunt coordinator for Heels, uh, was on Young Rock uh, Tuesday night, so he's putting all that over. When I got home, or I checked the internet that night, I didn't get home because we didn't do a podcast habit. Uh, He had said, going to bed, got an early day of shooting heels tomorrow. So Punk is back doing his character on heels. Don't even know if he'll be there tomorrow. But like I was saying, I think the Long Island crowd is one of those to where it's going to be, they're going to pop for MJF, boo whoever he's against, but everything else is going to run the The regular course. So. It's going to be a 50-50 hangman punk crowd. Next, we had Jericho versus Santana. Really, the only thing I stay with is, and I've got it in all capital letters, stop bearing fucking talent, Jericho. Yeah. He's got to stop, and Tony's got to stop letting him do it. Jericho is smart. I'll give him that. He attaches himself to who's hot at the time, Mm -hmm. but he killed every bit of steam Eddie Kingston had. Every fucking bit of it. The numbers game is ridiculous. Take my my dislike of the faction as a whole, the whole sports entertainment thing, take that out of it. Jericho is burying more talent than he's helping. His group is constantly winning, constantly got the numbers game. They're burying Santana and Ortiz. They're burying Eddie Kingston. What's the payoff? Is that what we've talked about before? Are they going to bring in LAX? Too little, too late. You think so? I do. I mean, I think if they were going to do that, the numbers game should have lasted two, three weeks tops. I mean, it's been two months now or longer. Like, 
If I was a young talent, I'd refuse to work with Jericho at this point. I would not do it. It does nothing but bring your talent level down. Prove me I'm wrong. Anybody that disagrees with that, show me evidence where anything Jericho has done since he turned heel and the whole thing with Eddie Kingston has elevated any talent. It hasn't. They beat everybody. Uh, next, we had a backstage segment with the acclaimed and the ass boys. <laughs> and if you remember last week, they asked them to join them. And, you know, they said, we got to talk to daddy. Call him daddy. And so this time they come up and goes, we've talked to Papa. <laughs> and Billy's with them. and said, we got a gift for you. So the acclaimed opened the gift and it's scissors. So Billy comes up doing the suck it, but with scissor fingers. So he scissors them. So Max Caster's got his actual scissors that they just gave him trying to scissor them. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So apparently they put this group together as some sort of eight-man faction. I'm kind of eager to see where that goes like because it. all nine of those guys, or it wouldn't be nine, all five of those guys are very talented. Agreed. Very talented. Uh, I was I was iffy on one of the ass boys. Colton, the youngest one? Yeah. Yeah, because he just started. I was iffy on him, but seeing him like live. Like he's never wrestled out of AEW. Well, seeing him live that night that uh, we were down there for yeah, Dynamite. And he's good. And They're then, all good. Yeah. They're both good. I mean, they should be. Next Billy, was fucking one of the best matches uh, I've seen. Billy's wife got a tickety talk. Yeah. Have you seen some of the stuff they do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy's wife's awesome, too. Uh, next was uh, Owen Qualifier, Ray Phoenix versus Dante Martin. Again, another one. Another one that could go Could have went either way. way, especially with his brother being out from a car accident. Yes. For at least a year. So, I was thinking maybe they go and put Dante over, let him go far, have Phoenix focus on the... Uh, Death Triangle. The other group. Death Triangle. No, the ones they're facing. House of Black. Oh. Uh, literally, my notes on this is just holy fuck. Yeah. What else can you say? And you the knew the double match- Spanish fly where they land on their feet and look at each other? Yes. And you knew the match was holy fuck after Phoenix pinned him. He killed Kayfabe. He opened his mask. He rolled over. He took a breath. Rolled back and just hugged him. Wow. Just hugged Dante Martin. Match was fucking phenomenal. If you've not seen it, go out of your way to watch it. Uh, then we go to commercial. We come back with some, uh, with uh, Thunder Rosa coming out, talking about being champion. Said before she became, uh, before she came to AEW, before she was big in the States, she would travel all the way up and down the West Coast to follow one performer, Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb comes out and has a huge fucking black eye from a kendo stick shot in that match with uh, with uh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Karashita. Right under the eye. Huge, black, swollen. They go back and forth. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb will be the match of the night at Double or Nothing. Agreed. They're gonna, it's going to be really fucking good. They're both phenomenal. but They're both professional wrestlers. But the crowd is not... I don't know if they're not buying Thunder Rosa... As champion? Yeah. Why would they? Again, bad book. What have they done with her since she's won the title? Well, what did the, they do with her before she won the, the title? The thing with Nyla. Well, she had better matches with Britt Baker before she won the title. 
Well, I know, but I think they held on. They waited too long just so they could let her have the win in her hometown. I think they waited too long and actually made her to sign the contract. When they first brought her in after she dropped the NWA title to Deeb, which a lot of people forget that match even happened, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was her hottest point. Yeah. Uh, well, and, the lights out match with her and Britt. Yeah, and I don't know if maybe it was bad placement because it was right after that Phoenix Dante match, and then you're going into a main event match of another women's match. If that was bad placement on the card, right? But I see what you're saying. Her pop's not what it once was. Yeah. But maybe that's because of who she's been facing. Everybody that wins the title, their first feud's been Nyla. Everybody that's won the title. Mm-hmm. So. Can you get hype about something you've already seen a hundred times? And now the thing with Deeb is like, oh shit, now she's got some real competition. I think the crowd will eat the matchup when it happens. I'm eager to see how the buildup goes from here. But main event was Deanna Peruzzo, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, against Mar- Mercedes Martinez, the Ring of Honor Interim Women's Champion. And the winner is Mercedes Martinez. She's the undisputed Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Not a lot to be said about the match. Dion is a far superior athlete. I wish they could have signed her and got her to keep the belts. Uh, Mercedes is passable, but I would rather send Dion to keep the belt and get signed to a bigger company. I'd like to see Dion just because... I like Dion. Well, not only that, but unless they've broken up and I haven't heard about it, she's with Steve Macklin. And that's another one that they I'd she love is. to see in an AEW. Because they're really good friends with the Cardonas. And I'd love to see. So they're all over Matt's social media doing gotcha. shit together. And Chelsea and Deanna are like best friends. She was like her, was it Maid of Honor? Okay. Uh, but I'd love to see Macklin in AEW. I think he could hang. Oh, yeah. He don't need a gimmick. He just wrestles. Uh, that brings us to Ram Page. He's a singles FTR. Agreed. That brings us to Ram Page. Uh, we opened the show with Britt and Hater versus Storm and Soho. Uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't have power. I'd, I'd watch it, but for other reasons. Well, yes. I got that one. <laughs> uh, next match was oh, Storm and Soho with a win. Uh-huh. Uh, next match was J.D. Drake versus Hook. Hook with the red rum. Yes. Tony Knees. I actually saw 90, 90% of that match. How was it? Uh, really good. Figured it would be. Did you see the ending segment? Yes. Okay, what I read was Tony needs to smart mark and challenge Danhausen. Danhausen comes out to the ring, gets hooked to try to be in his corner. Danhausen comes out as soon as the match is over. Uh comes down to the ring, does his little talky talk, trying to get hooked to stay in his corner. And then he kinda does the whole You'd answer Danhausen and like shaking him on the no, like pushing him on the shoulder, right? And Hook just like pushes the shit out of him. Danhausen bumps, flips over, and he's laying there. He's got that look, I bet though. He's just like you know, oh this this didn't work for Danhausen. And then he like reaches in his pocket, pulls the chips out, pulls a bag of chips with a bow tied around it because it's Hook's birthday. What kind of chips did he give him this time? It was just some regular. I think they they got a close up of it. It just said tater chips, <laughs> which I thought was great. That's awesome. But he, you know, puts them down and uh, he slides out. And Jericho's like, 
Taz, he got him birthday chips. <laughs> <laughs> they said his hook was walking back up. He kept looking back at the chips. That I didn't see because I just saw the uh, the clip that they do. Uh-huh. And with, it was Hook's match, so they could show the whole match in the clip plus the post-match. Yeah. So that was good. Dan Housen and Hook's money together. Yeah, the crowd was going crazy chanting Hook Housen. Yeah, it'll happen. Uh, next was Owen Qualifier match. I cannot say her name. Yuka. Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, her against Riho. Riho won. It's an embarrassment. She's horrible. She sucks. She's, my daughter weighs more than she does. She sucks. My left leg weighs more than she does. Well, you got a thick-ass left leg, son. My dong weighs more than she does. Well, you got a thick-ass dong, son. My dong is taller than she is. <laughs> Less said about that one, the better, because I've not been a real fan <laughs> since she first showed up. Uh, main event was Jay Lethal versus... I'm going to say his last name the way it's spelled. Okay. His first name is Konsuke Takeshita. T-A-K-E... S H I T A. Takashita. No, it's talk shit. It's take shitta. Take shitta. But yeah. it's Takashita. No, it's talk shitta. Takashita. Uh, Jay Lethal won. Of course. And that is it for Rampage in AEW. Let's recap some RCW. RCW, baby. R-C-W. I was there. I was there too. RCW this past Saturday night had. Uh, Tag team that came in last week at the end of our uh, tag team title match, mm-hmm. the bunkhouse match, and beat down my tag team champions. Uh, actually, caused Randy Rocker to have to miss this week's show. Aww. Uh Big Red and Josh Vaughn, I put them in a match against uh, one of my buddies, and uh, it was good catching up with him. He was one of the first guys that me and Drew ever wrestled taking a road trip. Mm-hmm. Just Wade, and uh, he got a partner to come up with him, uh, Big Dog Dave Bowser. And uh, Red and Vaughn did some chicanery and walked out with a win on that one. Next, we had a guy that really kind of showed what kind of a, I mean, there's no other way to say this, what a slimy piece of shit he really is. That's Jake yeah. Murphy. You could put it that way. And the week before, you know, Jake comes out and shits all over his quote-unquote best friend Shane Daniels. Mm-hmm. Man's had a career-ending neck injury and you make it about yourself. He shits all over Zach Dye. And, uh, man, mm-hmm. I was surprised to see what happened next. Charles Stanley actually came out and took up for RCW and called Jake basically what everybody says he is, the weakest link that was ever in NSFW. Y'all leaving? There's one of them. Are y'all leaving? Mm-hmm. Grab that 12-pack of Cokes. I love you. I'll see you shortly. Love you. Love you. Hey, grab that 12-pack of Cokes. Love you. Love you. Uh, but Charles Stanley comes out, takes up for RCW, uh-huh. uh, takes up for Shane in a sense. He tells Jake a few things, and he ends him with this one last line. He said, Jake, if you sit around a table and you're looking for the weakest link and you can't find it, it's you. And the crowd popped big time for that. So the crowd's now firmly behind Charles Stanley. Who would have ever thought that? Uh, Jake, you know, that loudmouth little valet out there, and she distracted the ref. He picks up the win. Not a whole lot I could do about it then. Next, we had a match for the No Limits title. An impromptu match because Joey Otto goes out and hangs the title above the ring. After he figured out how to use uh, the ladder. 
It's one of those little locking gimmicks, a little, uh, little giant ladder. Oh, Lord. He couldn't get it unlocked, so it's pretty comedy. But he goes out and hangs up the ladder for it's some reason. a ladder match, and he can't. Well, y'all use different ladders in that match. Joey, you in a ladder match, can't use the ladder? You're well, fucked. Joey's hanging the belt, and uh, Gabe Walters interrupts and pushes for his man Cameron Cox to get a No Limits title match on the spot. Joey being the fighting champion that he is, obliges, and uh, Joey Lee's still the Master P champion. Uh-huh. But something weird happened after that happened. Zach Malone hit the ring. So Zach Malone, Corey Cox, and Trinity are putting the boots to Joey Idol. Till Joey's longtime partner in Back to the Future, Ethan, makes a save. I talked to Gabe Walters later that night and told him that that's not how we do business at RCW. And he informed me that now the Gabe Walters family is full and ready to take over RCW. And I told him, prove to me that you deserve it. So we'll see what these guys have got up their sleeves. Yep. Sorry. It's okay. It's medication times. Uh, that brings us to the match right after intermission is uh, the man who just jumped Joey out of Zach Malone against the man who made the save, Ethan Cage. Uh, back and forth match. Ethan takes the victory on this one. Mm-hmm. This brings us to the semi-main event. It was Jason Hampton teaming with Chris Payne. Yeah, Chris cost you the match the week before. I get that, but he was just kind of tired of seeing Whitney get involved the way she right. was. He didn't mean to cost you the match. Tell me that. He told you that. Uh, but y'all were facing Alex Michaels and a surprise return I brought back to RCW and Torque. Yeah. Uh, now the deal with this match is all four of y'all will be in the ladder match with Joey Idol on the 21st. And good back and forth action and somehow Alex and Torque pulled out the victory. Yeah, a little miscommunication. I had uh, I was down. I crawled, made the tag into pain. He comes in, house of fire, cleaning house, and I didn't know that. And I stand up. I'm groggy. All I know is somebody grabs my shoulder. I turn around and I dropped whoever grabbed me with a flatliner. Unfortunately, it was Chris Payne. Oh no! So as soon as I stood up from that, I'm like, shit! Did not mean to do that. I get super kicked out of the ring. And then, from what I heard after that, Tork gave a big frog splash. I've seen that. And uh, pinned Chris Payne. So, miscommunication, man, Payne. Good night, kiddo. Me and Chris Payne kind of arguing a little bit more afterwards i heard he had some stuff to say backstage when he was talking to the interviewer new backstage interviewer ring announcer guy that guy cody deadly he did really good too he did he did really good but he was there so i didn't have to ring announce again this week <laughs> that brings us though to our main event which was a three-way match for the vacant rcw championship mm-hmm Wes, oh my God, Blaze inserted himself in there. I've got to find some solution to get rid of that. I've had enough of it. Uh, tired of guys, tired of him putting himself in. That's the second title match he's put himself in in as many weeks. 
uh, against uh, former champion Johnny Viper. How do I get that contract where I can just put myself in a match when I want to? <laughs> and the new number one contender, Zach Dye. Uh, after a lot of back and forth action, uh, Wes hits Viper with a big spine buster as he's selling on his knees or actually getting glory. Zach hits him with a roaring forearm from behind, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler and myself come out to present Zach the RCW championship belt. Uh, unbeknownst to us, the locker room clears. Yeah, we uh, all went out, celebrated, celebrated with Zach. He deserved the adulation, the approval of the the guys in the back. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Everybody was happy for him. Crowd was on their feet, cheering. Uh, Zach won't die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach's got a new little catchphrase, thanks to the RCW faithful. And then what should happen? That slimy snake again. Jake comes out, slides in the ring. Zach tells everybody to get out of the ring. Uh, tells uh, Jake that this has gone on long enough. Damn, he's quick. Will's home. I was about to say, that's probably who's he's home. <sighs> Goddamn. Yep. Uh, Zach tells him this has gone on long enough. Jake snatches the mic and tells him that congratulations. Now that you've got this, points at the RCW Championship. You got a huge target on your back. And I'm not saying I'm the one that's going to get you. But it'd be great if I was. Then he puts a proverbial gun to Zach's head. Tells him that when he pulls the trigger, he doesn't miss. Zach snatches the microphone. Says, you want your shot? Let's go right now. Mm-hmm. Hollers at me and tells me to get a referee out there. I ask him if he's sure. He says, yeah, call a referee out. Referee slides in. Jake's chicken shit ass slides right out. It says that he's gonna he doesn't do it for free. He's already got paid. You wanna see this match, be here in two weeks. Which leads us to May the twenty first, twenty twenty two, at eight oh six North Second Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Our next to the last show in the RCW arena. Yep. We are moving arenas. Uh got a lot of work coming on those. Tyler actually sent us a picture when we were on air earlier. Everything looks good. You guys keep killing it down there. Uh, but already announced for the 21st, we have RCW champ. We have a double main event. Duble main event. We have Jake Murphy going against Zach Dye for the RCW championship. And then for the No Limits championship in a ladder match, we've got Joey Idol defending against Alex Michaels, Chris Payne, Torque, Jason Hampton, that's only five. And who else? You'll see the night of the show. I don't want to see the night of the show. Everybody will see the night of the show. You are my best friend. I have you on the podcast. Who is it? Everybody will see the night of the show. And I can't tell you any different because I've not booked the guy yet. See that, guys? I don't get no special treatment just because we podcast buddies. Yeah, because I've got a few guys that I'm going through and I'm trying to I'm trying to pick guys that have history at the original RCW arena. Tell me you're going through a Rolodex. It is a Rolodex because I'm old. <laughs> it goes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a rotary phone. It sucked when you had to dial nines. <laughs> well, that's all I got for Redland in the past week that I can think of. Yup. As far as recaps, covers, and all that stuff. 
How long have we been going on this part? A little over an hour. So we're going to have about a two hour, two and a half hour podcast. Something like that, yeah. We ain't going to go too long, but. I'm good with wrapping that up now. Right now, we're going to go, go ahead. And watch the Young Rock in NXT. No, you're not, because we got to come back and do our top ten, top five list next. I'm still going to go home and watch it. It's on Diviara. Oh, okay. And yeah, I will watch the Braves game, but you didn't give me that second inning report. I don't want to watch nothing. Yeah, I got the sixth inning report just a little while ago. And I don't want to watch the sixth inning game, was. so sound like a uh, night into the morning because I still can't sleep. No shit. Dude, uh, 6.30 this morning. God damn. Slept till 12.30. That's why when she said, you can come get a haircut at night. I was like, yeah, I ain't coming. I ain't going to happen. I ain't coming. You got a bed? No, I ain't coming. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Uh, hold tight. We're going to come back. The whole crew will be back hops. with our, no, our top list. Oh, yeah, our top list. Then after that, we'll do our patience. We got two order. top five lists. We got two top five lists this we'll week. blow this rot in that flame if it'll flame up. Don't even try. I don't want to burn the house down. <laughs> But we got our uh, jobber list and our Yobbers. good hand list. Uh-huh. So we'll be right back with those. Hold tight. And hell, I done said we'll be right back, but we'll be right back. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. 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 I stole that from Smart Mark. <clears throat> back again for the first time. Well, he says, and we're back. I don't know why he does it, but it pops me on, the, on their podcast. Well, I think he might be in the bathroom shitting and he's headed in while the boys on the rest of the we're back! <laughs> but it pops me, so I figured I'd throw it in here. There you go. That works. That works. Uh, okay, so we always tell the people the truth. We're recording out of order, so that's the first thing we're recording tonight. So if we fuck up and say something wrong, that's why. Or we bring it up later. That's why. Shit don't add up. Yeah, we recorded this first. Actually, we recorded the open first, then we recorded this. But yeah, we always record the open first. Just pretend you're dealing with the multiverse. You'll be fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> be all right. Just enjoy the fucking podcast being recorded on time, and you get to listen to it Wednesday morning. You fucking pricks. <laughs> Woohoo! You won't get to do that next week, but we'll talk about that in the close, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually coming up next. <laughs> all right, so. We went here last week. We'll explain that now and probably again later. Uh, Let's see. Tuesday, I'm picking my kid up from school. Jason messages. His kid's got something to do at school that night at 530. Uh, Didn't want to take that chance on them not being back in time and it being late and us running even later. So we decided to do it on Wednesday. Unfortunately, Wednesday, your boy here went back to the doctor and I was in that some bitch for four hours, seen three different doctors, but they were all fantastic. I was about to say, which doctor were you in for four hours? <laughs> Saved by the bell. <laughs> Golly, take your insulin. That's another podcast thing. Uh, but I was in tremendous pain, so I took a pain pill. He was out. He was gone. And I slept from, <laughs> I think I got home at like, Noonish. Uh, yeah, you said you were going to take a pain pill, and if you were up to it, you'd come over. If not, we could call you and record that way. And if you called me, and I know at least Jennifer did, I slept straight through it. Yeah, Jennifer <laughs> I slept tried. straight through calls, texts. I woke up at 11.35 hungry in hell. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer uh, tried to call you, and then uh, she wound up talking to Kylie. Yeah. And Kylie's one, Kylie told her, Oh, yeah, he's asleep. He's, yeah, he's, he's out. Done. He's done. <laughs> so we decided to just uh, 
I still wasn't feeling well. Josh was still doing some things to the house. Jason and Jennifer were still moving things around the house. Will's had a shit fuck ton of shit going on here lately at work. So we put it off. So anything that didn't happen from last Friday night in wrestling, we don't give a fuck about it. We ain't talking about it on this show. We're going to yep. start fresh. And so, but we are going to give you two top fives tonight. But we've already talked about it, Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, see, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that motherfucker that watched the Marvel Universe out of order, bitches. Oh, I did too. Oh, yeah. You had to because they didn't come out in order. No, like literally the first Marvel movie I ever saw was the first Captain America. I and I was like four now, in. You're like 17 behind at that exactly. point. That's, that's me too. Hi. 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 What do you want? <clears throat> she can't finger it out. <laughs> I know what I want, but what I want doesn't care about So we're going to give you... Oh, oh, there's this boy, no, and he doesn't like me back. No, it is a boy, but he's grown, so... Oh. Wait, Wait, oh, what? Oh, what? I got you. My name's Emmy. I can't have Chris Conk. Even though he looks like the teacher of the fairly odd parents. Very odd parents. I don't know why everybody thinks he's so sexy. I love Chris you, Crocker. Chris. But you got down look like Chris Crocker from the fairly odd parents. It's Ginger Crocker. Crocker. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> Say he don't. He does. I ain't gonna lie. Say he we don't. Tell the, we tell the truth Say on this podcast. Say he don't. He doesn't. You're a lying motherfucker. <laughs> we tell the truth on this podcast. Kylie, he does he not? Yeah, he does. Will, you're over here dying laughing. He is I lying? I was still begging them. Well, that's not saying a whole lot for you. You're the gay version of Jason and myself. I'm not that big of a whore. If we would hold his head still, you'd fuck his ass. <laughs> now, for those of you wondering what it is, exactly. <laughs> Mainly Josh. And here we go. Yeah, hear that? Five minutes in, the brakes are already squeaking. We're already off say, the rails. Already. Bottom. I don't do the doing. I so, <laughs> you could actually pull yours up, like into your belly, so Josh wouldn't have to see it, right? So, see, again, if he puts the wig on, it's like butt sex with a girl. There are children. There are kids. <laughs> They think worse. No, I'm trying to figure out the physics of this shit. Hang on. You want me oh, to draw you a picture? It. You want me to show you? you I understand what you're saying now. You said you said pull it up in your belly. I thought you meant like somehow going inside the belly. I'm like, how are you going to stick that some bitch inside the belly? Oh, I've had it happen before. It's not been that cold in a while. It wasn't in Ohio. Wasn't that I got off the plane in Texas and shorts and flip flops? I had any. Oh. But back to what we were talking about. Top five. Two top fives this week. Dose. Uh, we got our top five jobber list and our top five good hand list. Hi, honey. No one gave y'all permission to sit at my table that I haven't sat at. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It was Josh's idea. Uh, they ate at it. <gasps> If there's anything on my tablecloth, you guys are done. Done. Killed. Deader than a doornail. Deader than four o'clock. Like she met you at high noon on the street and pulled out two six shoes and pew pewed you. Pew pewed you? That's what six shoes Okay, so back to our top five list. We got our top five jobber list and our top five good hand list. Now, with that being said, I think we confused Wilbur. 
Uh, everybody's good, confused. On good hands. And what my, they meant by good hands was essentially a jobber that kind of gets a little bit more offense in than your regular straight job guy. Jobbers. But Will's job guys, I kind of could see that too, though. Yeah. <laughs> see, mine are not job. I mean, because the essence of job is to put someone over. Usually in, when in you look at... Way. Usually what you look at when Jason... I were coming up as wrestling fans, a jobber was just somebody, was just meat, was just somebody there to get thrown around and take a pin. It evolved over time to where they would start slowly getting meat a little bit. Meat was the guy that came out with PMS. He was also uh, perfect. Perfect Sean? Yeah, he was perfect Sean in WCW. <laughs> and His now he's like a chiropractor. Good. His but daddy see, was that's good. where the issue, the, the generational gap between Yeah, right. Uh, that's coming. Yeah. That's why when I, you know, you said read my list, and I was like, I'm not gonna pick it apart right. because that's, you know, I see what you did. That's another reason why I said we're the perfect four people to have the podcast because yeah, we, we actually, got the different generations. We actually you got, had the conversation. You've got a 23 year vet that's transitioned to fully backstage in me. 21 year vet that's still in ring in me. Correct. You got the referee in him and the fan slash smart fan. What the fan slash homosexual view? Well, that is a view in wrestling, which, right? Which actually, we probably already talked about this earlier. See what I did there? Hey. About a big documentary <laughs> on the gay community that's coming out that a bunch of our friends are involved in. Uh, and if we hadn't, just message me, and we'll talk about it on the next show. Yeah, but we're going to try to talk about it. We forget but, what we've talked about. So when we're we going to jobber, which is just that jobber straight to put people over. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them made a good living out of it. And a lot of these jobbers were territory stars when they were still territory wrestling. Oh, yeah. Right. And uh, Jason's going to have a few of those on his good hand list. I didn't put them on my good hand list because I want to wait and do a territory list. Like, take some of the old territories. Which is, I mean, we still can do that. Well, yeah. Which, I mean, I still want to do that. We're just going to take you and Will a little bit of Googling to find out some of these guys' territories. Yeah. Right. Like, the last 15 we've done, Googled. <clears throat> we'll see. <laughs> I've been going. It turned out horrible with mask and painted face wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the top one hundred. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> oh, it, speaking of, next show is our number thirty, which would normally be a top ten, but we started doing more as top ten. So okay. Well, this is supposed to be a top ten. No, no. I said next. Oh, next show. Okay. Remember, we did this and what we're doing for next month, so we can keep it at a top five. Right. And then we were going to branch out on both of them. Yeah, but call it a top five, but it's usually a top ten. Uh, does it? With that said, does anybody want to do jobbers first? We can do jobbers first, huh? All right. Well, I mean, we're anybody want to go first? first? Who wants to go first? I go first. <clears throat> we go clockwise. When we get done. We we'll go counterclockwise. That's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> for me. So for number five, I get my list back to back. <laughs> number five, I've got <laughs> Italian Stallion Gary Saval. Jobbed f- in both companies. <clears throat> yeah. Number four, I got Dwayne Gill. <clears throat> Gilbert. Hey, that was he was light heavyweight champion for fifteen months. <clears throat> Ketchup and onion. Wafting. <laughs> onions Nothing. and dirt. <laughs> Those fresh onions then. Hey. <laughs> number three, I got Barry Horowitz. Number two, our Mike Sharp. And then number one, I got Brooklyn Brawler. That's a scrape Google list because I seen it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur. <clears throat> I really like 
really should have just rewrote this, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so my number five is SD Jones. Special delivery, baby. Baby. Number four is the Monkey Brothers. I remember when they got their first one on TV. They beat George South and Gary Royal under hoods to be the 64th team in the uh, Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup tournament in 87, the second one, which was won by Dusty and Nikita. Nice. Pete Doherty for number three. That was definitely Google because I didn't know who the fuck he was <laughs> when I seen him on the list. And then number two. I the thought it was that... the second baseman from the Red Sox in 64. <laughs> And two and one are the two that I know mostly, which is Ellsworth at number two and Gilbert number one. Don't hate that. Mine no. goes as number five is the A and B, two guys I'm very close with. <clears throat> Pat Rose, who we've talked about, is a great bass fisherman here, a bunch of Hall of Fame. He was a big guy in the territory, so he'll be one that'll be on my list. And Jim Powell the same way. You can turn on the network or on Peacock as it is now, and see Jim Powell doing jobs in world class, uh, Pat Rose doing jobs all over TBS. Uh, number four is uh, Bob Cook. Bob Cook? You remember Bob Cook? He wore the uh, Terry Funk uh, tennis shoe cowboy boot gimmicks, and then had like a Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker outfit. Okay. And a mullet, he did jobs, and uh, 4B is my good buddy, Nightmare Ted Allen. Ted was a big territory star, and then he would also do jobs. Uh, when he got done training Arn, him and Arn actually went to Mid-South together for Watts and done uh, jobs on TV. Nice. Number three, Dwayne Gill. Hell of a jobber. Seen him all over WWE or WWF back in the day, and then transitioned that into the Gilbert gimmick, which was a parody gimmick, a comedy gimmick. <clears throat> Gilbert. Yeah. But he had action figures made of him. He was on video games, and he had a 15-minute throne with a light heavyweight title. Yeah. He's probably the only person that you can tell me other than Christian and Nakamuchi. Was it Takamichi and Takamichi Nakamuchi Noku. Who were the crew or light heavyweight champion? It's a Because he beat Gilbert in his yep. ring. Brian Christopher? Christopher never won it. He was in the tournament Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. X Pac. And then the title was merged with the WCW Cruiserweight title on the, the gimmick happened. My number two is S D Jones. Number one is the Brooklyn Brawler. Reason those are one and two. They're the only two jobbers, I'm doing air quotes, people to have action figures made of themselves. Nice. Brawler's got the Legends line through Jacks, and SD Jones has the original big LJN rubbers. He actually has two. Wasn't SD Jones in WrestleMania 1? Yeah. I think he's in one of them. One of the first couple And of he inducted Tony Atlas into the Hall of Fame. You're talking about Tom. God damn. All right. I told you I got top 10s. <laughs> he wrote the book. Uh, <clears throat> all right, number 10, I got this guy on the list because he actually opened up a show, but he was none but a crook, and I worked for him, but I didn't get crooked out of it, so I don't care. Uh, the Gambler. <laughs> I never wrestled for him. <laughs> he opened up a show in Saudi. Yep, and he worshiped Satan. Nice. And he's the reason Beauty and the Beast costumes in Red Bank will not touch wrestling gear. gear now. That used to be where all the guys in Chattanooga got their gear made. But Gambler got like four sets of gear. Was gonna pay him after his next TV loop. Still hadn't paid him. Still hadn't paid him. So they won't even make like like if Will went up there to get wrestling gear for a Halloween costume, they won't make it. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so we actually had a person in town that made TV quality gear 
one person fucked it up for everybody. Wow. <clears throat> I wonder how much he owes them. Know what they say about one bad apple? Yep. You makes make a fucked one, up pie. You make that one into applesauce. <laughs> Uh, number Hell nine. Hair pie. Have some pie. Hair pie. pie. Shut up, Will. <laughs> I have a, that, what we just ate, that's all I've ate today. Okay. He was talking about giving you that moon pie. <laughs> ah, Bazinga. <laughs> oh, dear God. That was a good one. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'd pat myself on the back if I could. Careful. He did a lot gentler than Josh did earlier. <laughs> that's because I like you. He come in, reached my mouth to hug me, and said, "How you feel, buddy?" I was like, "Sore." Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, "That fucking loud." You right in the like... spine of the back. You are the spine of the back. The, the spine on the back. Uh, my number nine. I wanted to put him on here just so I can talk about him being, you know, serving life in prison. <laughs> His well, hard body he, Harrison. Because he trafficked women. The hard body Harrison. Is there red lights when you traffic women? I think it should be all red lights. <laughs> As in, stop that shit, because that's not, that's not good. It was, no. Plus, he sued WCW. He's the first person I ever saw wear half and halves, and I'm like, that don't look, that I don't like that. And then, But I don't hate that, yeah. And then Aaron had him, and I'm like, I still don't like those. <laughs> At least Aaron's looked better when he got in shape and went to the full-on half and half instead of the half-court, half-biker, a biker on one leg and a full tide on the other. That's true. Uh, number eight, I got Iron Mike Sharp, which is crazy because a guy drives a truck at work and his name's Mike Sharp, and I always look at him because he's like he in shape. He wear that arm black sleeve on his forearm. He's in shape as hell, like always doing push-ups and everything. Big chest and shit. <laughs> uh, number seven, the Italian Stallion. I love you. Uh, number six, don't doubt this man, El Dandy. I love El Dandy. Uh, number five, Reno Riggins. I loved Reno. Uh, number four, S.D. Jones. I don't classify Reno as a jobber, though. I I put him on here because that's what I always remember him for. Was he always he was always under? But he was AWA World Tag Team Champion. That's why I don't say it. Well, I didn't see much AWA. Uh, yeah, that's I just remember the WCW jobs. Check my list. Uh, number three, leave me alone. Jumping Jim Powers. I like Jim Powers. Number two, jumping Joey Maggs. Wow, <laughs> and number I like one, Jim Powers better than I did Paul Roma. Oh yeah. Just imagine if it had been Jim Powers and Hercules as Power and Glory. That would have been a lot better, I think. Or even Jim Powers as the Four Horsemen. That would have been a lot better, I think. Yeah, because he was in WCW at the time doing yobs. Doing yobs. Yeah, he did yobs. No yobs. No yobs. That's why Mel Mascaris is not on my list. Yeah, because he did no yobs. No yobs. No yobs. Uh, number one for the yobber. Steve Lombardi, Brooklyn Brawler, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, whatever else you want to Played call on him. Young Rock by Colt Cabana. Nice. Nice. Yeah, because it took me one. I was God damn, that's Brawler. That's, that's got to be Steve. Then I looked. <laughs> he said something, and I was like. <laughs> that's fucking Colt Cabana. He probably Boom. said creative ain't got nothing for me. No, he said something because him and uh, the Rock's character, who looks just like the Rock too, or in the car, and the whole setup for this episode was his his tryout match against Lombardi, and then in the dressing room he meets Triple H. Homeboy looks not like Triple H. He meets right. the Undertaker. Undertaker looks not like the Undertaker. But Steve Austin. It's better. But Steve Austin kind of looked like Steve Austin. He was Ringmaster, so he still mm -hmm. had hair. A little bit. 
Yeah, so it was great though because it was our boy Luke Hawks. All jacked up shit in black trunks. Well, after the match, you see it sitting there. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> the fuck? It's, it's the same game. It's Among Us. Pick something. Play, play with what you got, dude. It is the same thing. It is the same, it is thing. The same thing. Play, hey, with, you play, with, play with what you got. Play no. with what God gave you. Yeah. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> and now moving on to my good hand list. <laughs> Segway. Number 10 on this list, Hard Work Bobby Walker. Another guy that sued WCW. That was a racial discrimination? Yep. Sonny Ono? As long as it's under $150,000 or less, they'd settle out of court. Yeah. I everybody see, knew that too, so everybody started suing them. I want to sue WCW. Well, they're not here no more. I, I know we got to find that time after Paris got fired that's what he said he said I'm going to sue WCW for sexual harassment you better hurry you'll get bought in like a week <laughs> uh, number nine I got Dwayne Gill on this one uh, I put him on here because of the Gilberg stuff because you know I saw excuse me hey we need to call me Phil or where's Dwayne at <laughs> Dwayne go out there I got Goldberg hello Bob hi child no uh, number eight on my list, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. I love Buddy Lee Parker. I did too. Always did. Can you remember his partner's name in the State Patrol? Me neither. I, that's that's a good point. Cause I and I watched some Crockett Cup stuff the other day with him qualifying, and I heard his name. I was like, "That's it," and I can't remember it again. <laughs> Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. I don't remember. I don't either. I served and buried my cock in her or something. That was you. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That was my name. <laughs> uh, number seven. Yes, you we did. Know. Hey, number seven, I got the Nightmare what? Danny Davis. Sweet. Oh, what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Number six, I've got Jimmy Powell. Nice. Number five, I got Pat blue. Rose. Nice. The blue box. Number four, I got Mr. Mr. One Light Bulb in the house, Mike Jackson. Let me a doosh. Do one, one, light one light bulb. Mike Jackson. Ted swears that's a shoe or swore. I ain't talked to him in a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> I uh, feel like it'd number be a three. Conversation. Number three. I got George South. Stretch. Stretch. Stop being an asshole. Stretch. <laughs> you must He's not know him very well. This is your father. Yeah, three, George South, two, Brad Armstrong, and number one, Barry Horowitz. Oh, I got to save my Brad Armstrong. Again, we can use him on multiple lists. This is. Ooh! Tastes tasty. That's so good. That's the best mountain. But tastes tort. Pucker power. <laughs> that can show, show me a good hand list goes as follows. As he grabs ah, the dick. What is Dan Housen's list? Oh, Dan Housen left uh, some chips on Friday night. <laughs> it was a good segment. I'm so sick of people trashing those segments. Yeah. Like, it's the fucking greatest thing ever. It's good shit. It is. It's way better than me having to sit through a EO Shirai match. You talking about Becky Lynch? That one, too. <laughs> I was about to say, you don't like Rio? Rio hasn't wrestled in a little bit. No. You meant Rio. No, I don't like... Yeah, Rio's who I meant, but I'm not a big Rio <laughs> fan. I, she I, was good with her first... When she first turned heel. After after that a little bit, yeah. My list goes as this. 
Number five, Mr. That's Mike all, Jackson. That's all there, Jackson. One last one. So much is 117 years old and, and been still off, going. and been on impact here recently. Yeah. And is going to GCW. Still walking her top rope. And got new girl. Not oh, work. Plus, I was married to Mike for like six months back in the early 2000s. Remember that? <laughs> yes. That was not legal in Georgia at the time. It means we wrestled every show we were on against each other for the NAWA Southern Television Championship. He double booked himself on the Nala. night. He double booked himself on the night I was supposed to win it back. Literally passed each other in the parking lot. He goes, I dubbed the champion. <laughs> Gave me the belt and I went and defended against Hampton that night. Oh, well. Number four, Barry Horowitz. Barry was better than a jobber. He was a good hand. He was such a good hand that when Global Wrestling Federation was running the Sportatorium in Texas, he actually went down and was the only other person other than the Lightning Kid, which is Sean Waltman and Jerry Lynn, to hold the GWF light heavyweight title. But not only that, but when WCW did their tournament of jobbers, he was, if not one, he made Candido. finals. And he beat Candido. <laughs> You need to send me that picture oh. of me, is that? Skip. Uh, oh. Either way. Wow. Number three, uh, Italian Stallion. Rocky Balboa. No, Dog. I wish. Gary, whatever his last name is. I hate Sinise. that. <laughs> Sabah. 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 Cabal, that was the... Uh, Lieutenant Dan, you got no legs. <laughs> but, uh, he was, he was a good hand, uh... When they stopped doing that, I actually got a DVD at the house. You need to watch him and George South started a company called PWF. Nice. And it's a documentary about that. It's actually where Mark Canterbury, uh, what was the first Godwin? Henry? Canterbury, Henry. Yeah, Henry O'Godwin came from. Uh, so that was pretty cool. You know, it took me forever to realize their initials were hog and pig. Yeah. <laughs> but Italian Stallion is also responsible, him and my number one on the list, for getting the Hardy Boys the Hardy noticed Boys. in WWE. They would bring a bunch of guys up from WCW to do TV. If their pay was 100 the boys got 50 they kept 50 A lot of people bitch about that, but that was common practice back in the day. You paid a booking fee if you didn't get yourself the bookings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardy boys got smart to that, started going straight through and getting booked yourself. Had a little heat between them, but that's, you know, that's, that's how the business was back then. Number two is what nobody said yet. Scott Taylor, who ended up becoming Scotty Too Hotty. Scott Too Hot Taylor. Yep. Well, that was when he teamed with Brian Christopher. But before, he was just Scott Taylor, had a mullet, oh. regular tights, put guys over. They start the light heavyweight tournament. He gets a little push in it. For some reason, him they think him and Brian look good together. Put them together as too hot. Too cool. No, too hot first. Too hot first. I don't remember too hot. Well, too hot was just them in matching gear, yeah. being obnoxious dicks like Christopher's character was. Huh. And then they developed into Too Cool, the hip-hop gimmick, which made both of them and Rikishi stars. Fuck yeah. Not the chocolate one. And number one is George South. George South. Jorge South. Jorge South. For reasons like Reed Flair's book. He said that he very seldom wrestled on TV when they were doing studio TV for Crockett. But he said Dusty had pissed him off one day and had he was going to wrestle, so he went and got George South. They had a 30-minute match, and he gave George 27 minutes of the match. And George South is one of the guys that holds everybody's respect, like I was telling you about the story about uh, him and Ricky in the boots on the way down to Chatsworth the other day. Go ahead and tell that story, because Josh Uh, Josh wasn't with us. Ricky posted a thing on Facebook the other day, and it said, uh, 
October something, 1983, I walk into the studios at Takewood Drive with a brand new pair of uh, all uh, snakeskin cowboy boots, like all the way up, no leather, just all snakeskin on top. Nice. And said, uh, George South said, how much you like my boots? And $600 pair of boots. George South takes the story off, goes the next day in Columbus, Georgia, walks in. Ricky gives me a box, said, you like my boots so much, they're yours. Last night, well, this this past Saturday night, Friday night it would have been because we were in the car Saturday. They were to show and George South gave those boots to carry Ricky's son. So those boots have come full circle. So not only wow. was he a jobber, but that's the only job George South has ever had. We told you about creative has nothing for you. Dad, you don't work, you wrestle. Which was, it was a longer segment. Uh, they started at like 7.30, and this would be about 20, 25 minutes. Creative was like 30 seconds. But that's what we would watch between whatever sitcom we were watching at 7. Mm -hmm. We would watch that before wrestling come on every Monday night. And George South would sit down with uh, Jake Manning, who's on Dark this week. Nice. And just tell stories from uh, from his life. So George South. Basically, is, it was a podcast before a podcast. Yes. Nice. It was uh, all YouTube. A vlog. Yeah. Yeah, it was a video vlog. Nice. Hell yeah. And that's, that's my faves. Okay, so going into mine. Ours is going to be different. Remember, generational divide here. Yes. And that's what makes this podcast <laughs> good. So, to me. Until somebody picks Cherry Lawler <laughs> as number two for their AWA world title. Then generational biotechs does not have an excuse for that. So, me in the way my brain understood the assignment. Yes. <laughs> we're in school. Was enhancement talent. And that's basically what it is. And what I think you're good Trying hand. to make somebody look Excuse good. Excuse you. No, go ahead. My go time. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, my list goes as follows. Number five. We've already talked about that. Brooklyn Brock. Okay. I went too far. <laughs> you got to throw your pen down, Will. Too far. I'm not getting involved in that. We'll just throw it down. Because she can beat y'all. She ain't beating me. I'm the good one. You might like it. <laughs> so, five Brooklyn Brawler, four... So I said we've already talked about that. But, uh, so my number four is basically for his role in today's WWE, The Miz. He would be the definition of a enhancement. Yeah, that's Gets exactly. Gets a few wins here and there, but mainly he's used to put guys over. Right, and his uh, world title win he just had was, was just transitional. transitional just to get it back to Lashley. and Well, all that, that and so. to make him a double Grand Slam champion, so he's right. got something else to brag about. So my number three, one of my favorites, Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Yeah, never should be in that situation, but he is. No. Right. Number two, Barry Horowitz. And my number one, Foley. Yeah. I mean, he's run. He's run the gamut. Anybody's gonna say Foley? Well, Foley's a world champion, is that any other? Yeah, but he's put people over more than anything. Yeah, and he never had really at the. Dex that hurt. But even the height of his career, he wasn't afraid to. Oh, he was still somewhere. putting people over, even yeah. when he, nah, he retired was... and came back just to put Orton over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And it was awesome how much. Or when he retired, the way he put Hunter over. Well, not only that, Taker over in Hell in a Cell. He was the guy that was always. He did everything. He was the jobber. Then he moved up, and he started getting a little bit more. Got more popular. Then he started like put people over. Right. Well, you heard the story about the first time. Even when he was in world class, he was putting people over. He won the light heavyweight title, but was putting people over. Put people over in Alabama. The first time he ever got any offense on WCW. Have you heard that story? Mm -hmm. It was a tag match. Him and another guy against the Steiner brothers. So he knew it was just going to be a squash. And Kevin Sullivan told him, he's like, hey, I heard you got a good elbow. As soon as they pin your partner, give him that elbow. So the Steiners go through, pin the partner. Cactus Jack goes out and starts beating him up. Body slams him. He climbs up on the apron. He looks out. And he, he said, I can't jump that far. <laughs> <laughs> and to hear him tell the story is so and much fun. I hear the Bill Watts giving when there's no mats on the floor. So he's like, I can't jump that far. So I'm either going to jump and this is going to look really good. I'm going to miss him or I'm going to kill him. So he just jumped. Hit it. It got over. Uh, and that was the only thing they remembered about the match. Yep. Yep. Hey, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least he tells you up front. I'm in the key. <laughs> All righty. Let's go, Yashua. Number five, Shelton Benjamin. Ain't no stopping me. No. Somebody called his mama. Yes, he <laughs> was. His mama's still. Like I said, he was always, yeah, he was Intercontinental Champion, Tag Team Champion, but... Should have been World Should have been more, but he was always a go-to guy, especially should've, since his return. Should have beat Hunter. And yes. Yep. Yes, that 03 run. Him, when they first called him over to Raw, should have yep. beat Hunter. He got that one win, but he When he started cut. wearing a singlet with the straps down. Yep. Number four. I remember we watched that match at that trailer down on Mom and Dad's. Yep. Number four, Tyler Breeze. Breezy. Yes, he may have had tag title runs, but in NXT, he never won the NXT title. He would put over guys like when they was having a future title, it would be like him being in there to take the fall for people like Balor. I think like that one win I can say he had was Liger. It win was yeah. Liger won. Liger won. Did he really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that, that, but that, that right there, Liger's only WWE match was against Tyler yeah. So that shows you what kind of a good hand he was. He's one of those, though. He was a gimmick, so he didn't need the belt. Right, no, exactly. No, and he was over no matter what he did. Right. Was... Could he have had a run with the belt? Yeah, oh, but yeah, he didn't yeah. need it because he was so over. Right. Number three, Regal. You know, he's always a good hand, you know. Again, Intercontinental title, tag team title runs, but if you needed to plant him into a storyline or a segment, he could be your go-to guy, and he would make you look like a million bucks. Number two, Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger. And it was great because in his first run up in AEW, what was the feud about with him and Cody? Cody calling him a good hand. Uh-huh. And then number one, should have been more, one of my favorite wrestlers, Dolph Ziggler. Should have been more, but especially towards 20... See, most of your list will end up on my mid-card list. Yeah. yeah. Except Regal. He'll end up on the B-plus player. B-plus. Like 2016-2018, all the guys that was getting called out from the main roster, Rude, McIntyre, Nakamura, who was the first people he, they put him with? Ziggler. Ziggler. It was always Ziggler. Always Ziggler. Because he... He's he the gatekeeper. Tri- yeah, exactly. No gatekeeper, oh. not crib keeper. Okay. That's Vince. Now we got to do poppies. Well, we'll go ahead. We'll stop right here. We'll come back and do our closing segment. Uh, close pop. Oh. 
He's about to pop something. Oh, there it was. Yep. If you listen, you can hear. It was me back. He said, Help me. <laughs> Help me. Hand me Miranda. Help me, Jesus. Help, Help me, Tom Cruise. Help me, Jewish God. Help me, Tom Cruise, use the witchcraft, get him off me. Help me, Rhonda. Speaking of Tom Cruise. Help me, Rhonda. Top Gun Maverick. Help, help me, Rhonda. Top Gun Maverick's <laughs> coming out. See it. It's yes. so badass. The the preview just said we've assembled top, the 12 top fighter pilots in the world. Well, who's going to train us? Then you see Tom Cruise. And I was like, hell yeah. Being a complete dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> in between Going in between. Hey, watch this. <laughs> right in between. I'm like, and I'm sitting there, Kylie's just jabbering, and I squeeze her arm, and I'm like, shut up. No, there was no words. Was just, <laughs> Dad, you're hurting me. I've never seen Top Gun. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Watch it. All right, we'll be back in a minute. I got to murder my oldest. <laughs> Man, put that down. <laughs> All right, goddamn. <laughs> Say I'm wrong. I ain't gonna lie on the podcast. All, I three, said all it. three of them just like their mama. I done said it. I ain't mouth gonna lie on the hell. podcast. <laughs> Attitude big, mouth big. Facts. All right, well, we are Everybody back. Everybody's shaking their head. Nobody wants to hear their, their voice heard on the podcast. <laughs> oh, they just like they got damn mamas. Oh, yeah. Facts. I can't wait till, because it's gonna come to blows with Jennifer and Emily. Oh, it is. I have my money on Emily. <laughs> She's a sneaky bitch. She's <laughs> nighty. Teenager sneaky. What I tell Kylie the other day? Don't ride the what? Ferris wheel. What's the first goddamn picture on Facebook? That little non-listening bitch on a Ferris wheel. Why you know why I ride the Ferris wheel? It's one thing to ride a Ferris wheel at Lake Winnie or somewhere where that's just bolted and concrete in the ground. You going to one of these mapped out, crack-headed fairs you got to remember, my business started at fairs. So I know what kind of shady motherfuckers run fairs. These kids arnies. Yeah, motherfucker go around one time, halt, the whole damn trailer take off. <laughs> no, we'll load that. For those of you that can't see what we're laughing God. at. Josh has found a picture of Keith Lee doing his signature pose with Spike Dudley's face on it. This is Spike Lee. That's even better than the, the guy that was the Knicks fan that when they didn't make the playoffs become a Brooklyn Nets fan. Oh, that's Spike Lee? Yeah, that's Spike Lee. He do the right thing. He didn't do the right thing. Because he backed the ones that got beat in four games. Oh, okay. You, you kind of made me laugh. You said Keith Lee doing his signature pose and you threw up mine. <laughs> I'm trying to find the breaking news I was telling you about earlier on here. When news breaks, we fix it. We talked about that earlier in the podcast. You weren't here, so that's why you didn't. (laughs) 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 We just completely fucked him up. Like the space-time continuum. (laughs) Who wants to pop first? I keep eating these Swedish fish, it's going to be me. (laughs) I'll go ahead and pop. Hi. Okay. I'm Josh. Is it house job related? It's house. Bitch. <laughs> Get that motherfucker finished or we're going to burn it down so you got to find something else to talk about. I don't have a pop today because Ben burned my house down. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch. 
<laughs> and I thought he was mad that he burned the house down, but after the house was burned down, it was still on fire, and he decided to roast marshmallows. The selfish bastard. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but him s'mores was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Flavored with chocolate, marshmallow, and tears. I'll tell you the best thing. <laughs> Take your Oreo cookie, open it up, put your s'more shit inside that, minus the graham cracker, then put the top back on the Oreo cookie and thank me later. Use the I call them s'moreos. Fudge well, stripe cookies. Come on. He's gonna burn his house down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I was just gonna get this story about Oreos, goddamn. Alright, what's your pop? <laughs> My pop, so you better Uber eats that shit. Okay. $4 worth of Oreos costs us $37.50. <laughs> and some people think, oh, what a great thing this is. No, the fuck it's not. We'll just want Josh to call him on Goober Eats. <laughs> so my pop is. <laughs> Pulling it out of Will's butthole. Goober Eats is a real thing. <laughs> my pop. For tonight. <laughs> So, minus, like so just minus a couple of rooms, namely my bathroom and my room, my house is pretty much almost completely finished. Other than hanging a few pictures in the brooms in Davy's room, it's it's been stressful. <clears throat> and I'm going to go ahead and bring this up now. Um, so what uh, car I, do you paint your bathroom? Uh, if I don't do gray, like it's seafoam green. Yeah, green's a good color for bathrooms. So it's tranquil. Yes. And it matches my curtain. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Hmm? We don't want a dark color in the bathroom. Tequila. You don't want dark colors in the bathroom. <laughs> you want something tranquil in case you're constipated. But minus the uh, the couple of times the shows I missed at RCW was because of also trying to get the house done. But I also have not been in a very good headspace. Well, and you had Davey the one week. Yeah, and I've had Davey the one week. I've just put a lot of stress on myself. I've been stressing out a lot. And I've not really been in a good headspace. I've... I told Will, Jennifer knows, I was at work one day and I really went to the bathroom just crying because I feel like I'm failing. I feel you, buddy. I cry all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just, just stressing about everything, you know. And on that, tell you something, I've been listening to Road Dogs podcast a lot lately. Two things we need to adapt from here. When he can't remember shit, we say concussions. He says chair shots. and bong, bong resin. But on the latest one, which was last week's show, he talks about how uh, we need to normalize men crying. Yes. yes. We need to normalize men being upset, men having emotional breakdowns. Because look at what the media's done to it. Look, I mean, look at Will Smith. Mm -hmm. Yes. He was a meme. He was a laughing stock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why people don't come out about it. But you guys know, and a few of my but friends. Not only with Will Smith, but it's anything like with depression and stuff like that, mm -hmm. anxiety, anything like that. It doesn't have to be a male being like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I, the Olympics with, uh, gymnast girl, what's yeah. her name? Um, yeah. Um, Simon, Simon, Simone Biles. Yeah. She sat out because of, you know, mm -hmm. anxiety and pressure. Uh, people talking shit. Tennis, uh, now, Naomi Osaka. She did the same shit. And I don't have anxiety or depression, but I can relate to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, Josh and Jennifer and some of my other friends do, and I've seen them struggle with it. But even if you don't understand what it is, sympathize with people. That you know, that's Drew's teaching: be a decent human being, mm -hmm. just be there for people. Like I've I've told y'all this, and there's a few guys that know. Like I can sit and just be watching TV, and something just trigger it, and I'm squalling. And like one of the reasons I asked you if you listen to the podcast back was uh, a couple weeks ago. Jason and I sit here after everybody left for like. Almost three hours. The close. The, the closing segment of one episode was an hour and a half. Oh, damn. Because we just sit here and, like, he brought up the whole thing about 
the miscommunication, me getting ben upset and quitting the podcast. So I, I poured my heart out and was like, look, man, you know, this is, uh, I've been really feeling Drew lately. This is the way I feel I can still connect with him. You know, right. this was, and just, you know, shit like that and poured out that I could just be sitting there watching TV and some shit ain't even emotional. Like, there was a thing today I seen some kid do something and his parents were, oh, it was fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. His kid got tickets to the Beaver concert that Beaver gave him and she gave a half of them away to make a wish. And I, I'm getting choked up watching that. I mean, just, it is what it is, man. There's, you need something? But yeah, it's, and I've, I, I, you know, when I canceled, when I canceled a couple of shows, of course, I, this time I did reach out to Tyler. And I know he's probably wondering what, what the hell's been going on. He is, I got to say. Yeah. So Tyler, I, I do apologize. And I'll, of course, I'll tell you in person at the next show. Just, I felt just, like. You just told him. Oh, yeah. In person. Yeah. He Tyler, listens. Tyler, I'm not going to be at the June 4th show. Neither is Josh. We had other plans before we knew you was going to run that night. Neither is Will. Yeah, Will's there. not going to be there neither. I'll be there because I don't like country music. I don't like, like crowds. You like this country music. I don't like you crowds. don't like crowds. I don't like crowds. So, so yeah, I feel and like... And I damn sure don't like Lafayette, so... <laughs> so crowds in Lafayette is just hell no. Yeah, so I'm going to go to wrestling. So, yeah, so Tyler... I apologize. You know, I just, I just put a lot on me. I, I think he was more just concerned because uh, he asked me directly. He didn't, he didn't ask Jason. He didn't ask Will. He asked me directly what was going on. And I honestly told him, honestly, I don't know because, you know, we hadn't talked about it. I told him what I assumed it was, which is exactly what you said. Jason and I, sorry, I got a Swedish fish stuck. You're good. That night when we sat out here, we talked about it, and we talked about it like the last show that Will wasn't able to go with us. We talked the whole way down about stuff. And Will even said, We didn't want you listening back and thinking we were talking shit about you. We were just. Right. Yeah, no. Ben full, even asked me. Full transparency. Like, ben asked me, he's like, Do you think uh, you think Josh is done with the podcast? Is he done with wrestling? You know, because this is like a quick, everything's just turning away. I was like, No, nah, I don't think he's done. You see signs. You right. know what I mean? And yours is just like. 100, uh, 180, just complete, like, you know. Everything's all good. And then two minutes later. Right. So he's Ben's asking me, "Is Josh done?" I'm like, "I don't think so. No." I'm like, "No, I don't think so." I said, "He hasn't said anything about it, but no, absolutely not." I, I'm like, "I don't think," and that's when we talked about how we're recording out of order now, so you can get the important stuff in, right? And then when it gets to the review, which is the stuff that you know, all four of us don't really have to be here for, right? Where you can go up there and be with Davey, or we've talked about. Recording part of it down here. For yeah, recording, record starting eating here. Eating here, recording, recording a little the first bit little here. Bit. Finish up up there. When it's like everything is now to where the lady and the kids kick us out because we're too loud, just go ahead and go up to your place. That yeah. way, you know, you can go ahead and give him, put him in a bath, we can record, get him out, put his pajamas on. We'll go ahead and choke the little motherfucker out about 7.30. <laughs> 8 o'clock, he'll be good and asleep. <laughs> and then that way you can still, still be there for the full podcast. Absolutely. Plus, you got that big-ass section out there, so we'd have plenty of room. Yeah. So, no, no, I had not done with the podcast at all. Not done with reffing at all. Well, we had a plan, if you were. We were going to bring in Josh Stone. And yeah, we were just going to bring Jay Vibes in, we so we still had anybody, Josh. We weren't going to tell anybody it was replaced. We were still going to refer to him as Josh. Still make the same <laughs> jokes we do about you with him. And just because the jokes would anybody, work the same way. anybody yeah. caught on when we started talking about him having a match. 
But the thing is, the, the Josh jokes, and Will jokes would still, still work. work. Yeah. yeah. So we, hey, we should have kept that out. We could have used that for real. No, no, we actually pitched it to him the other day. He said he was down. He's so. like, yeah, if he don't want to do it no more. <laughs> and Vibes has more of a gay voice than that one does. So. As long, he as, does. as long as nothing's hacked. <laughs> Thank you, folks. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitresses and try the veal. Oh, you're a fucking hack. <laughs> no, I'm not down with the podcast. Hardcore hack? Love that motherfucker. I got this light on. You can cut that light on. Oh, yeah, it was that one. Yeah. I thought we'd have moved sides of the perch. Hadn't yet. I almost did that the other day, but then I didn't know if she really wanted to do that or how she wanted to. There we go. Yeah, that helps tremendously. We Good change. thing is, we've already read everything except what I got right here right. inside. So, But now so, I'm not going anywhere. Well, we're glad you're not going anywhere. Yes. We'd hate to replace you, but we would because... We've already promised the fans, even if it's just Jason and I here, we're going to keep it going. Uh, you missed this right there. Some of them a bitch. Well, we'll find a sister That's candle. not it. <laughs> oh, well, the ones that all Just light break. that wood on fire again. That worked better than the candles. The big ones right there. Well, he had to light the candle to light the wood. We keep sending Josh to go do stuff. He's in the middle of his pop. <laughs> I'm good. Y'all can go to y'all's pop. Okay. Well, so Josh's pop, to sum it up, is he ain't leaving the podcast. Who's my hell? You're not done with wrestling. Never. And he's almost got the ha- he's got to get fixed to shitter, and then he's done. No, I just I just got to install Paint my bath vanity. Paint the shitter. Paint the shitter. God damn, where's the tithing all? I can splatter paint your shitter for you. Soaking bane. <laughs> no, I've seen your work. You can splatter paint the whole bathroom. <laughs> no, I've seen your work recently. I'm disappointed. I, I don't think I can trust you with that kind of a big. It's job. still splatter paint. You didn't ask me to get the fucking lighter. You just told me to get the candle. All right, Josh is going to go get a lighter while Will does his pop. William? Oh, I'm sorry. He don't like William. We got to call him Wilbur. Wilbur. So, my pop is... I have 21 days... 21. Until my vacation. So, you'll get this. Can we sing? 21 days until we get to heaven. 21 days until our plans are made. Anybody else get that besides Will? Nope. 21 days till we get to the chicken ranch <laughs> where Victory and Aggie boys can play. Best of house in Texas. Uh, you know how long it's been? I ain't seen that in forever. I wasn't even paying attention to shit. Sorry, guys. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on house. our soul. So, work here lately has been absolute dog shit. We're still in the gang car. Tis been a bitch. It's Group chat. Verifies your story. Yep. Like, I literally walked out of the office with my manager bitching at me the other day. <laughs> like, just straight up opened the door, walked out, didn't say a word to yeah, he him. He told us about that Saturday. <laughs> He's like, checking his shirt off the roof. It finally fell down on his I'm about to say, the storm we had the other day should have brought it down. And he's like, Well, I love how you just walked out. I said, I don't. I, what do you want me to say? I'm like, I don't have the people to do what you want done, so therefore, find people. <laughs> do your job. Yeah. And fuck that bitch who called you lazy. <clears throat> Which is so funny to me, because she does absolutely fucking... But no, no, no. Why would you call the person who is always pretty much on call and comes in every time they're called? Right. Like, has plans made and... 
Still does not go. Still could have said, hey, you know what? I've got, it's my off day. I've got plans. I'm not coming, but still goes in, does what he's supposed to do. And Above and beyond what he's supposed to do. Probably stays later than he was supposed to be scheduled. Has to stay for it. Again, buddy, been there, done that. I know once you know retail, there's really yep. nothing else you know. Yep. The retail is a bitch. It is. I've worked at Walmart. But that's like I was telling everybody, like, like me and the, the other manager that I have up front sat down with the assistant manager and basically told her, if things don't change, we're done. And maybe that'll that'll open some eyes because it's hard to find people to work right now. It is. Yeah. And then you got people like me that's dying to work that can't fucking work. And it's just, I don't know what the fuck else to do. I just had another pop. Pray on it, Jesus. Yeah. Pray to Jesus. And like, yes, people listening to us, homosexuals can believe in God, and God does love them. <laughs> what? I was saved at a gay church. So many questions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so many questions saved from. <laughs> Saved at. Saved with. Saved from what? At a gay church. My sins. They was washed away when I accepted the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into my heart. Why do you sound like? <laughs> you sound like Leslie dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Because I love that guy. You gonna start singing uh, me a hymn now? <laughs> it's my Sunday hymnals. <laughs> That motherfucker's awesome. We got some real popular people from Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we really do. But no, quick story on that. Uh, on you what? remember Leslie or Gay Church? The Gay Church. Okay. So I like can make sure of Ned Flanders. Is, is it like Leslie a Jordan. cowboy church? No, it was a straight up gay church. Okay, so it wasn't a, cowboy, a gay cowboy church? No. You know where that's at, don't you? I was in the gay cowboy tag team. You know where the, yeah, you were, but you know where the cowboy gay church is? <laughs> no. Someone broke back mountain. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember Portia? Yeah. That I dated. Yeah, barely. That's who you were uh, with when we first met. Yeah. Yeah, you brought her to the apartment. See? Or is the duplex? Which one was it? It's Either duplex. way. He's a duplex. The Why duplex. Why does it look like a deformed dick? <laughs> it does. Look. Why are you going to put it uh, in your mouth look, happily? Look, two balls. He got that Peroni's disease. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of them fuzzy dicks from Big Mouth. <laughs> hey, man. I can't use my left arm. I can't help it's fuzzy. <laughs> you want to help? Help. If not, shut the fuck up. I Look mean, at my face, for God's sake. I've not had a haircut or had a beard trim since before Christmas. I finally, broke, I finally got my shit shirt trimmed up. I was going to go today. She was like, be here at 9 o'clock. I was like, yeah, bitch, I ain't coming. <laughs> Sorry, Becky, with your fine ass. Sure, with everything going up. Becky with the good hair? Becky with a fine ass. Shit, but that thing going up, I'm doing everything myself. I cut my hair, got. I cut Davy's hair. She could look like Josh in the face with the body she got. The fuck? I'm, just, I'm at least a five and a half. Let me see your profile. It's you a four and a quarter. I'll take it. <laughs> but Portia Mama was a lesbian. I think I remember you telling me that. But they went to church every Sunday. So I started going to church with them, and I was saved at the, okay. the gay church. Well, the reason I made the comment was there's an inside story with Will and, and myself about church. Um, when I was with the ex-business partner, uh-huh. uh, she was all big into religion. So it was like one day I, I went with her a few times, and this time we invited Will to go. And I was like, no, I'm in the preacher school. He don't preach like you know most Southern preachers. And I'd be 
God damned if that day he didn't preach about how homosexual he was a sin and you're burning in hell. And I'm I'm fire fucking hot. I'm I got my fist balled up and shit and I look over at Will and he's like, It's okay. It's okay. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> we get outside and he goes, I deal with that all the time. I like, this is straight bullshit. We shall overcome. <laughs> like I joined the movement all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's start a damn march. <laughs> nah, we ain't marching. That shit too much work. We just gonna stand outside and protest. <laughs> I, being German, you gotta pop for I, us. I do have a pop. Uh, a soda pop? Wait, yeah. did you finish your pop? Yes. Okay. Vacation. No, I have water. No more soda pop right now. I, yeah. Uh, let's see. So everybody knows my struggles with health. Um, shit, almost last calendar year it started. Yeah. Uh, around August, around my birthday with the COVID and everything. So uh, it's going to sound, it's going to start off where it doesn't sound very popish. But I'll get to the pop toward the end. Uh, you guys. So it's kind of like a lot of the songs on radio. Right. It's, it's like a, I'm giving you Florida Georgia line. Oh, God. There you go. It's country, but it, it's really pop. So we're going we're gonna to tell you some sad country songs and then we'll finish it off with a pop ballad. Josh hadn't heard a lot of this. You guys got to hear a pretty good bit of it Saturday on the way down to RCW, but see, uh, they finally got me in with my orthopedic doctor, and he is at the uh, little gimmick right there by Ingle Stadium. Uh huh. Okay. So he is basically UTC's sports medicine doctor. Gotcha. Uh, anything that they can't do in house, he handles them. Uh, Really cool, really thorough. Before he came in, his PA came in and spoke with me, did her little exams and everything. And then a student from the UT uh, medical program came in. He did his evaluation. Then the doctor came in. It's like you're across the face. Oh, he's over there. <laughs> and he come in and his bedside manner was great. And he goes, uh, you know, he starts poking and prodding. And every time he's doing something, the doctors are telling him, you know, the PA and the other, the student are like, hey, that hurts him, be careful, do it here, do it there. Real thorough on all three of them. And he goes, so what happened? And I told him, uh, you know, woke up that one day, couldn't squeeze toothpaste, and it's been a progressive failure ever since. And uh, told him I had the neck surgery. After the neck surgery, the neck feels, it's still stiff. Um, well, more on that later. And I was Viagra's like, still stuck. Huh? Viagra's still stuck. Yeah. But, uh, that's more than four hours. Told him I had I didn't have any problems with the shoulder beforehand. You know, like, you know, years ago when Jason and I, we've talked about that infamous match where I had to wrestle him for 25 minutes and Andy for another 30 back to back. And about halfway through mine and Jason's match, my shoulder goes out to where there's nothing there. Had to leave from there and go to, uh, that was the second match. Second match, come back after rehabbing it, wrestle Jason, get it caught between the top and the middle rope dangling there. Uh, left straight from there and had to go do WWE shit for uh, Monday and Tuesday. So we had to drive straight from Empire to Green Bay, which was crazy. What a, what a fucking crazy drive. But, uh, you know, it was rehab and everything was good then. So I told him I had no injuries and he was like, high school athlete? I was like, yeah. Anything after high school? I was like, well, I've been a traveling pro wrestler for the last 24 years. He goes, oh, so you're good and fucked up. And I just looked at him and he goes, I'm sorry, did that offend you? I was like, no, you're the doctor I've been waiting my whole life to see. You know, I just, I love the candid bedside manner that he just says what he's going to say. So, right. uh, my doctor's office that did the surgery sent him some of my x rays 
NMRIs over, but they sent nothing prior to the surgery. So they sent the x-rays after surgery where they found out that there, there was the nerve damage. And, uh, so he gives me a nerve blocker. He says, this will be able to tell, you know, what kind of nerve damage it is. So uh, he gives the, the blocker, a little bit of strength comes back. He checks it an hour later, the strength's gone. So he goes, it is nerve damage. But my cervical column is smaller than it should be for my, my body. So I'm gonna have constant neck pain after this surgery. Uh, it's pretty much chronic, it's not going anywhere. I can no longer do any job that involves manual labor, picking up, moving, turning, any of that stuff. Probably will not be able to do anything where I can sit in an office and do anything because it kills sit, me to sit, sit still. You can't lock up. So he told me to apply for disability. They're gonna deny me the first time. Second time, bring him the paperwork. He'll fill it out as a doctor. He also told me to go back and get my uh, all my MRIs and X-rays from before, from before the uh, before the surgery, and that way we can prove there was no damage to the shoulder beforehand, and then eventually take those guys to court because he says he's 99% sure that the shoulder injury was something they caused in the surgery. Uh, so all that sounds like bad news, but the good news is everybody knows that I've been struggling trying to figure out, you know, if these guys are going to give me a discount, how much discount it'll be, because it's like $70,000 now. Friday before the storm hit, the mail lady shows up and I got approved for insurance. Uh, I was uh, eligible for it all the way back in January. So they'll now go back and they'll take all <laughs> of the prorate everything from when like uh, in December, when I went to my primary doctor, I paid for that. I've already paid for the MRI and X-ray then. Uh, so that's all paid for. Anything after the fact, uh, the emergency visit where he was supposed to put me in that Monday and have the surgery, uh, that all that backfired and shit was all done in, after the new year. So all that will go back and be prorated and be paid for. So huge relief off that. Uh, Got to find a new place to do physical therapy. Benchmark doesn't take the insurance that I'm on. But um, the one right there in front of what used to be TCFPA, they take uh, the same insurance I'm on because it's the same one Kylie has. So oh, okay. Just got to get a referral to them, and then I can start therapy for neck only. That way it will be, and he said that's something they'll probably have to keep going for the rest of my life is physical therapy on my neck just to, just to keep it eased and at peace because, I mean, you can ask them. Uh, Thank Will you. asked me the other day why I keep coming if I'm in so much pain. I said, I'm going to hurt wherever I'm at. So, so if so, I can be helpful at the show, I'd rather be here and hurting as opposed to the only difference at home is I can lay in my bed. Like if I had to, I could go lay down on that couch and take a nap at RCW if I had to. Right. I know the guys would move and let me lay down if I needed to. I wouldn't move. I'd lay there. I'd sit you there. And let, me. I'd sit there unless you use me as a pillow. Oh, how sweet! So that's my pop. Is that the state of Georgia finally did something right for somebody that needed it and uh, was able to give me some insurance? Uh, bad news is I'm probably not gonna be able to ever work again, which sucks. Having to retire at 44 years. Don't get me wrong. If you'd have told me as a kid you get to retire at 44 years old, I'd have been all about it. But right. now I look at it, you know, what I have in my 401ks, what I have in savings. And what I'll make in retirement, it's not a lot of money. Uh, right. Good news is, y'all know the deal with the house, mm -hmm. so I'm not out anything there. My truck's paid for. Just keep my cars in good running shape. I can, I can stay manageable on that. Maybe find something to do on the table. So, that's my poppy.
All right, mine, uh, honestly, <clears throat> it goes back to stuff I've said before, uh, and I've told you this, if I don't, if I don't have fun, I'm just going to quit wrestling. Right. But When it starts feeling like a job. The stuff I've been doing here oh. recently, everything's just been fun, everything's been good, it's been easy, it's been... Can I tell you something, too? Okay. You're having probably the best matches you've ever had. Yeah, I agree. And see, I can see that because I'm not trying. I think before I was trying to do too much because I thought I had to. But I think now you've gotten hooked. You've gotten comfortable with your leadership role. Yeah. You you got comfortable with it. You got comfortable with it. It's a new dressing room than when you was there the last time. Mm-hmm. You've gotten comfortable with the, the guys you didn't know. You've got comfortable telling guys what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and placement. So I think that releases pressure off of you to be able to go out there and just perform. Right. And it's one of those things, like we said in there earlier when we were uh, just finishing up eating, you're the 23 year and I've been the 21 year. Right. So I think, I think something about hitting that 20 years, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to go out there. But also in your 20 years, you were smart enough to listen to the people that had been places and take that advice. Now you're giving that same advice you got from Woody, Murder One, Ted Allen, Adam Jacobs, uh, Biohazard, all those guys, you low key, all those guys that you've been around, uh, Brad Armstrong. Now you're giving it back to these younger guys. Well, see, I was always, I was told very early, sit down, shut up, and listen. Yep. And I did that, and even now to this day, I'll still sit down, shut up, and listen, and mm-hmm. hell, I'll get done. First thing you do is find me. First thing I do, because I know wrong. you're watching, I was like, okay, what can I do? Hell, there was one night, uh, Crystal Fire showed up, and she was just sitting back there hanging out. And first thing I did, my match was over. I went, I'm like, hey, what can I do better? I yeah. said, what I do wrong? Walk up to me and said that, and she's looking. She looked at me, and she said, how long have you been wrestling? He's like, 21 years, and you still ask Bill what you could do? Yeah. And he walked away, and I said, no, man, match is great. Like, there's nothing I can pinpoint. He walks away, and she goes, that is awesome. I said, yeah, I've got a locker room full of those. Everybody on that roster is the same way. Because, I mean... And look at how far, like, a John Bishop has come. Yeah. Right. No From shit. Wandy the Wrestler. Wandy the Wrestler, yes. Which I want to do a concussion angle with him. No. Nice. To where he comes Go back, back as Wandy. Oh, that would be That's great. That's awesome. He's afraid he'll get canceled. I said, no, we'll tone it down a little bit for cancel culture. But, you know, this thing with him and Big Will is going to pop off. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Big Will be the perfect. See, I'm sure he's, if he's still got those replica titles, the WWF Big Eagle and the, the World Heavyweight title. If not, I've out. got NWA TV and U.S. titles. Yes. Smoky Mountain title. He can I mean, go back and just, say, I won the Smoky Mountain title from Bobby Ways at Five on the Mountain 2022. <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, looking back at those guys and helping those, that's that's why I came back. Right. Was because Tyler told me who he had, and it was a lot of guys I hadn't worked with yet. Plus, I, got to, I get to connect with my son, Aiden. <laughs> can we tell you the rib he played on Kenzie? Huh? Oh, God. So I said something just in passing to Kenzie about, I was like, he might actually be my son, and I'm selling it hard. And uh, she's like, are you serious? I was like, he won't tell me who his mama is. I was like, and the time adds up perfect. She's like, I could have a brother. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I tell Charles. So when he's walking down the ramp, he walks right to the camera and goes, 
I hear you might be my sister. <laughs> and just gets in the ring and he's like, what the fuck? So now every time he walks by, he goes, what's up, sis? That's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> but it's just such a group of guys, a great group, yeah. of guys, group of guys. Right. And just getting back there, getting to work with them. And like the week I didn't have the match and I was, st- I still went down there and just did the agent. I, the and fact that, that, that them, shows that you've got a future if you want it once your in ring's done. Right. And the <laughs> fact that they, you know, listened to me, they did, you know. Everything you said. Yeah, there was one thing that got left out, and it was nothing that was really, right. nothing that hurt the match. It was just a, they knew they were starting to run long on time, and they knew what they had to get in, so, so they, they left the one thing out. out. That's yeah. That's, I like that. Be able to adapt. Absolutely. And it's not like they're like, why is this guy all of a sudden telling us how to book our man? Right. Matches? And that's what no, I said. He's got that. He's, you've built that reputation to where you've never been drama. You've never caused a scene. You've never refused to do a job. But you've even, always done business. Even not this past show, even but the show before. Even when we had before. to show our ass a few times, we still did it professionally. Well, mine wasn't really professional that one time. <laughs> yeah, a couple of mine had been, but ninety percent of the time we've handled professionally. But no, whenever I uh, that next week when I uh, helped agent the Chris Payne and Trinity match, yeah, uh, I walked up to Payne. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna help out with your match again this week." He's like, "Okay, awesome." Yeah, and it's like every week I give him something to do, not because you know I'm pushing my job off on somebody else. But he's actually showed interest in wanting to do it. And so is Jake, actually. So I'm letting Jake come mm-hmm. on with some of it. And main reason is once we start that Friday night show, the future it. show, I'm hands off. I'm Tyler at that show. Tyler's not going to come. I'm Tyler. I'm making sure the crowd's happy. I'm making sure we've got money. I'm making sure everybody knows that they're supposed to be there. Jason, uh, I think Charles is going to do some. And Jake or me, they're, they're handling the agenting. Kenzie's actually being Dale. She's learning how to do all the backstage stuff for this show. And so that just, you know, that sets these guys up. The more you know, the better you are in the business. And plus, honestly, man, once you hang your boots up for that last time and you do this, it's way more rewarding. Oh, yeah. It, it's way more rewarding. Like, sitting back there as frustrated as I was Saturday with Zach in that promo. When he finally got that one that was good, I was done. Yep. Even though he left out a huge part of what I wanted him to say, I was dumb because I knew if we went back for one, we put him over right then, it built his confidence. Yep. If we told him, you did everything but this, it killed his confidence, we're starting over, he's right. going to bumble four or five more times. He got the stuff with Jake out in front of the live crowd. So that's, I, I was okay with that. But See, that's the thing with Zach is he's not, he's not a good talker. But in front of the crowd, he was good. But in front of the crowd, he can tell what needs to be told. So he might be one of those that we we just do in ring promos with. Well, not only that, but you can tell he's the he's the shit talker. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not the sit down and cut a promo and this is what I'm going to do. But he can be. He I, I, he can be. And I re- everybody I, can. I, I really Maybe he think... should have a manager. No, no, I think we bring back promo mm. classes. No. <laughs> He got it. You yeah, I completely rip. agree. Period. I think we just need to bring back promo classes like we did that, at UEW. That would be good, yes. I mean, that would help everybody there. Like, can guys cut a promo? Jake cut the best two promos he's cut ever since I've known Jake the last almost 20 years, the last two weeks. Uh, Charles's promos are always spot on. Uh, Chris Payne's getting better. Randy's getting better. But a lot of these guys still send me their shit before they post it. So 
like I said, it's more rewarding for me than anything I've done in, inside the rope. So hell, I had a lot of fun just filming it. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy the transition. I promise. Speaking of, I got an idea for a promo. I need to cut and send in. Okay, I'll go. I'll go over it later. Okay. But so. for the Turn the Buckle podcast this week, oh, and next week, our top ten, five, whatever we're going to do list. <laughs> our mid-carders. Is the upper mid-carders. Now, what that means is take Will's jobber list, <laughs> scratch Foley off, Good and that's the definition of an upper mid-carder. Right. It, it, with today's talent. Uh, a lot of mine, I'll probably have a top ten. It's the mid-card guys that aren't really shooting for the mid-card title. So but they're could. trying to get to that world title level, but they're no. Not. They're trying to get to the mid. They're trying title. to get to the intercontinental, to the U.S. title levels. So they're, if you're looking at WWE right now, you're looking at guys like Balor, as bad as it Ali, is to say, Ali, your Priest, Priest, the guys that may have had a run with it, but they're they're not in the title picture and they've not elevated to go up higher. So they're trying to just plateau right now. Yeah. Then the next week they're not going to be the guys that lose the main event matches. They're going to be in the. The They're not going to open the card. They're, the They're going to be after first seg, after first seg, before ten o'clock. Omos. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, because he's not had a run at a belt. And if you're looking at old guys, older guys, it would be guys like. Uh, let me think for a second. I mean, you said Doink. It perfectly, Miz. Doink. Uh, I'm talking about older guys. Older guys. Okay. Doink, Tatanka. Tatanka. Uh, uh, Bigelow in the Bigelow. If you're looking at NWA guys, guys like uh, for the most part Ronnie Garvin, Magnum yeah. TA, other than his run with the world title. Nah, TA. No, Magnum was going to be U.S. champion, going to be world champion. He was on the way until he had that wreck. So then Tully. Uh, Tully was always a champion. Mm-hmm. Tully was always either national mm-hmm. heavyweight, U.S. TV, oh, or world yeah. tag. So in NWA, you're looking at guys like the New Breed. Yeah. Manny Fernandez. Ivan Koloff, Vladimir Petrov, a lot of the guys that you see on Saturday TV that are going to go maybe on Sunday on the main event in a match against Barry Winner for the TV or U.S. title, but they're not going to win it. Think about watching WCW Saturday night. Okay. Basically, not, the jo- not the squash matches. Basically, the guys that would win the competitive matches on there. Okay. Like your... Well, no, because he would be a B plus. I'd put him B plus. Uh, Regal. Yeah, Regal's definitely B plus. Regal, Brad, Tim Horners. Oh, I like him, baby. Uh, when Ricky Morton done his singles run. Yeah, the whole York Foundation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mike Rotunda is a tailor made man. Big Josh. I almost. Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor's Taylor made man. I almost had a faction on my jobbers list. The job squad? York Foundation? No, the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom. Because that uh, was all the yeah, WWF. Shark, Zodiac, Booty Man. That was all the WWF guys. main eventers that the were brought over. Was yeah, they brought over man, just yeah. to squash them again. God. So that's what we're thinking on that. Uh, like I said, I'll probably have 10 on my list because uh, I'm going to go back and do old and some right. other guys. But 
Hope you guys enjoyed. If there's anything you want us to talk about, and keep sending in uh, questions, ideas for the movie podcast. Uh, yes, we're gonna get that started soon. Yes, yeah, very soon. We were gonna actually wait on that one until Josh was done with everything with the house, yes. and Jason, and then we're done with everything with the house, so we can we, figure out a day that we can do it. Right. And know when we're gonna be able to put it out, and we can let and, you guys know. And Jason don't have to sleep in a doghouse because he's doing another podcast. This would free up everything's done. Yes. Right. There's no holding back. And we'll, we can make, we, we'll, we'll make Twitter, we'll make Facebook, and we'll, we're going to try to get as more people to be interactive. Send us movies. With that said, shows. next week's podcast. Next week's podcast, we are going to be recording on Wednesday. So it will drop for you guys. On Thursday morning. Yeah. I would tell you Wednesday night, but it depends on how late we are. It will probably be Wednesday night because I always do it, but it'll be definitely ready Thursday morning yeah. when you get up. Uh, Jason and I are going to a concert Tuesday night. Yes, date night with the... With the... With the girl. The girl. With the side chick. There you go. You have a question? That's what I... Yeah, um, go ahead. That's like the fifth time you've done that. Yeah. I hit mosquitoes. I thought he had a question. I thought he was doing the... <laughs> You can't do that. You get fired for the mustache. As long as you don't hold a toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's been our podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Yes, thank and for the so Turn much. the Buckle podcast this week, I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. I am the problem solver. Bean Thrasher. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs>